0: all righty okay feedback. feedback all right we're good all right damn feedback it'll probably kick in again because that's our luck when we have somebody new on everything goes wrong oh <laughs> and then it's like just will and i like it goes perfectly
1: um so it it is your fault logan is what we're saying
2: right, right. yeah and, <laughs> and i fully accept that <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 140th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is S-B-J, and with me today on our delightful show, I have David. Hey, everybody. What's up?
1: Long time no speak.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And uh, with David, I have our Facebook winner. We ran a Facebook competition like Share and Like This to get shameless views. Uh, but out of that, uh, Logan was the one who won that, and he is here with us today.
2: Hey, everybody.
0: And Logan, you a uh, couple questions since this is your first time on. Uh, I'll run down the basics. Uh, how long have you been listening? How did you discover the show? And favorite Pokemon?
2: Uh, you guys are the only Pokemon thing that comes up <laughs> when you search podcasts on iTunes that has any good ratings. So... <laughs> <laughs> It seemed obvious. And then the content was actually really cool, so I kept listening. Um, I've been playing Pokemon since it came out, like the day it came out. Um, and yeah, still really into it. I've got a webcomic where we do a lot of Pokemon uh comics, down plus A dot com to shamelessly plug myself. <laughs> Perfect. That's what we that's what we all do here. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> that's really um, what it is. That's all we that's all we really do this for, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self promotion. I, I understand. I only want to be popular. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's all why. Steve's in it for. It's a well fact. <laughs> well, you're you're doing a bang up job. <laughs> Rocking the charts. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, I've, I've been. My life has been consumed by uh, the getting ready for the VGC. I'm going to the Georgia one this weekend, so should be good. First tournament or no? It'll be my second um, VGC. Regional, but uh, last time I had my team done the day that I went there, and this time I've played like 200 or well, or actually more like 400 games on the battle spot, so I feel a lot more prepared. Wow! Oh, yeah. When I w- when I did nationals VGC, is me and
1: my friend that was doing it with me. We stayed up till like two o'clock in the morning the night before doing the uh, battle battle subway. It was then to get all our items. Not yeah. not a good way to do well in a tournament is to be doing it <laughs> at, at like two o'clock the night before.
2: So yeah, the first time, time I got beat, beat down by twelve year olds, it was
1: <laughs> it was
2: awesome. <laughs> I,
1: I I'm getting beat down by twelve year olds no matter how long I take to prepare probably at a Pokemon tournament. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Ah, uh, well,
0: we got a pretty cool show for you guys today. Travis is uh, M I A. If that is the right. Three letters to put together.
1: (laughs) We don't know if he's in action, necessarily. He might just be sleeping, and that'd be the opposite of MIA. He'd not be doing very much at all. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) MII, missing in inaction. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our show today for you guys
0: is going to be some news. we got a little bit of news to cover for you, then we're going to take a quick break, and we will come back, and then we are going to talk about Ivy's. Not necessarily how to get IVs, but generally our overall thoughts of IVs and how the system works, and if we like it and we don't like it. Uh, pretty much it's just going to be me be me complaining. Yeah, same here. Yeah, <laughs> which is no different. We
1: don't like it. <laughs> which is
0: no different than any other show.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, then we'll take another quick break, and we'll do our Pokemon of the week, like we always do. First bit of news. Actually, before we jump into news, I said I was going to credit the person who wrote Fairy Friday because I did not have their name, so I do want to credit. Jason Coule cool. could be French um, he wrote a pretty cool and in-depth article about Klefki uh, for the Fairy Friday that we're starting to do so if you haven't, we, we talked about it last week, it's, it kind of breaks down how you can use uh, Klefki in a battle um, and some other stuff about it so you should check that out on the site.
2: I totally got hyped to use Klefki by reading that article I experimented with him last week yeah. awesome yeah, Clefie's an awesome Pokemon. Steel Steel
1: Fairy is just a bats type. I love that. Oh type. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you would think it looks kind of useless because of how small it is and everything. Mm-hmm. That's the oh.
2: best part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. There's that in the new uh, movie. They have the little animation of Klefki like opening a door to the portal. That was something really cool that I didn't like. Have you guys seen that no. in the the Pikachu short preview for the new Pokemon movie coming out? It shows Klefki like. I can only assume it's using the move Fairy Lock or something like that, but it's like opening up a portal to another dimension and going through it. It's really weird, but pretty cool. A different look at Klefki, I guess. Yeah. yeah he's so cute. go check that out. It's in the trailer.
0: Uh, speaking of trailers, well, not really trailers, but more so movies, Hulu has uh, two more Pokemon movies that just got added uh, about a week ago. Obviously the best movies, Pokemon Arceus, The Jewel of Life, and Zoroark, Master of Illusions. I actually haven't seen either of these two.
1: Yeah, me neither. I, I'm not a big anime guy, but Zoroark was the one with the uh, shiny legendary beasts, right? Uh, Zoroark and the Master of Illusion? I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it is.
0: I believe so. Uh, this that was. Well, I think that one was the first black and white one, too, as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, hmm. probably. Because it still has Dawn on there with Piplup and Brock, and yeah, that makes sense. So these are the two, Senno, or the two movies with the Sinnoh. I'm sure there are more than that, actually. But Arceus is always cool. Cool to see him... Getting a little bit of the spotlight. I would assume that would be like a movie with R.C.S. would have to be good, right? I I have no idea. I haven't seen any of it. <laughs> if any of them, right? <laughs> if any of them, it would have to be that one. Oh, it looks like from the it looks like from the poster. That's the one with the notch-eared Pichu as well, and the rest of the creation trio or quartet or whatever, Diago and Giratina and that guy. So, and <laughs> Celebi is in the Zoroark movies. I feel like they just put a bunch of random legendaries and <laughs> all the movies i'm gonna
0: sign up for the free trial of hulu just to like power watch pokemon for a weekend <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i don't think i i personally don't think hulu's worth paying for it, but that's just me
1: is this the is this on the hulu plus or just the normal yeah, hulu, plus? hulu plus okay what pokemon and aren't there pokemon episodes on just the normal hulu yes i think
0: it's just some of the sino episodes not mm-hmm. any of the movies the movies are hulu plus
2: only
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Which one has, uh, or is it, is it Netflix that has um, origins? Organs. Uh, nope. Hulu has origins. <laughs> oh. Hulu has origins. Oh,
1: Hulu has organs. Oh, yeah, that's but it. that that's Plus as well. Yeah. What else is on Hulu Plus? I feel like Netflix has everything. Netflix it wasn't like has Parks Black and, Black and, Rec. and White. And, 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 oh, I was talking about just, oh, just regular. Hulu does have Parks and Rec. Okay, but uh, Netflix does too now, I guess. Oh, does it? So, I know Netflix has Breaking Bad. I don't know what Hulu Plus has. Hulu Plus has a lot of Family Guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's that makes sense. But does Netflix have that too? I don't know. I know Netflix, uh, Netflix has American. I Tatter. don't think has all the Family Guy. Okay, and Hulu Plus does. Yeah. So if you got to so see all like all the Family Guy <laughs> episodes, yeah, if you want to see seven billion episodes of Family Guy, you can watch it on Hulu Plus. If you uh, want us to only talk about Family Guy,
0: please rate us in iTunes one star. <laughs> and
2: uh, we'll, we'll
0: know that we should switch over to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's T- Super Family Guy.
0: <laughs> it's
1: Super Family Guy. TCG talk. That's always fun. Woo. Uh, David, you still playing TCG? I, I, I've said that I'm going to get back into the TCG like eight times now, and I get all excited, and I buy just enough money to where I waste a bunch of money on it, but I never have enough money to actually like go to tournaments and put together good decks. So, no, I'm not into the <laughs> TCG is what I'm trying to say. Awesome. I am a poor college student. Yes.
0: Uh, I uh, still... Dropped out, I mean, I talked about when I went to a tournament like two or three weeks ago, and I switched over to Netrunner, and I started playing Netrunner more, and I definitely, like, the more I play Netrunner, the more I realize how broken the Pokemon system is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard very much at all about Netrunner besides what you and Will have yeah about it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Netrunner she- was originally made by Richard Garfield, the guy who made Magic
0: the Gathering. And oh, that- Fantasy Flight bought it, and then a new like head dude kind of revamped some of the rules. And then what they do is they release data packs every month. So uh, once a month, uh, sometimes it's once every two months, they release a data pack, which is 15 bucks. comes with 60 cards. And then you get three copies of every card, so it's 20 different cards. But you get three copies of all the cards, and you can only run three copies
1: in a deck. Hmm. And there are no rare cards, there are no... Like going. Oh, to eBay. so you just you pretty much just buy like you buy the entire set with everything you need. Yep. So it's more yeah. deck building. Okay, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So you're once you're caught up, I think there's like ten data packs total. So but once you're caught up, you have everything, and then you just spend fifteen dollars every three months or every one to two months, and then you're
1: always current. Dang, that's a really good idea, actually. Yeah, is that is the cheap. world cool? Is the world cool? Because like I like fantasy a lot better than sci-fi. Do you uh, like hacking game card games? <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't know. They're totally hacking.
0: Yeah, it's a, a lot about hacking and computer stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is there the cool thing is like there's f- there's four corporations because uh, it's an mm-hmm. asymmetrical game, which means uh, there the person playing the corp will have a totally different deck than the person playing the runner.
1: Ah,
0: um, so okay. there are three different kind of runners and four different. Corporations and each corporation is like very specific. Like, there's NBN, which is kind of like the news, so they do a lot of like tagging and watching what you're doing. And then there's something like Wayland, which is all about
1: getting money really fast. Whoa, that's actually really cool. Yeah. And then, so does a person like, like you say, like, oh, I play or like I'm main runner or whatever, like I usually play runner? Is that a thing? Or do you just kind of just play whatever you need?
2: You play two games, right? Yeah, you play two games. Oh, okay.
1: Um, And then then on the runner side, there's the
0: hacker, uh, there is the criminal, and then there's a shaper. Okay. So they all have different play styles, which is getting really deep into it. But then each, like, like fraction, like, if you're a criminal, there's, like, three different criminal persons you can pick from. And so it kind of goes deeper. But, like, the big flaw I figured out in Pokemon after playing a lot of Netrunner is Pokemon you can, like, dead draw, where... or you can like, yeah. play down to one or just draw nothing and your whole turn is wasted. In mm-hmm. Netrunner, if there's something you can't do, like if if you want to play a card but you can't because you don't have it, there's still stuff you can do to progress the game. Like, oh, I can't play any cards this turn, but I can at least get money from the bank. Or I can at least do this. There's always something you can do on your turn. Whereas mm-hmm. Pokemon, it's like, if you're not doing anything on your turn, which is sometimes frequent, like, you've, you're <laughs> yeah. lo-
2: you losing. yeah. I, I, the one thing when I was playing Pokemon, they, they have a million tutor cards. Like you, in most games, it's really hard to get a specific card out of your deck. But in Pokemon, you're drawing and searching all the time.
1: Yeah, that kind of depends on the format, though. It kind of goes through like fat. This is my. I haven't played very much in the past couple of years, but it kind of goes through like fast and slow formats, from what I've seen. Yeah. Hmm. Like there are some formats where supporters are like really your only draw power, but now. As it's kind of like as they get deeper into the sets, like as they got into like the plasma sets, it seemed like the de- the game was going faster. But whereas like with X and Y, it seems like the X Y on format is going to be a little bit slower. That's how it was with hard gold Soul, silver at least and black white on. I feel like it's
0: like the current format right now is like fast.
1: Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot like the format that I played in, the SP format. And I like that a lot because it has the plasma engine, pretty much, like the plasma balls. It's a little bit over, overpowered, it seems, and a little bit not fun to play against, but it's fun to play as them, just like it was fun <laughs> to play SP. So I kind of um, like that. Is there a big, like, competitive, or is there, like, a big scene for Netrunner? Or?
0: It's, it's getting big. Like, Net, Android Netrunner started, I want to say, just about two, just shy of two years ago. Mm -hmm. so if you have 10 data packs a data pack every month plus the core set
1: yeah so about two years ago it seems like it would be expensive to get in late is it because you have to buy all the
0: um or so i bought the the core set which comes with like 250 cards it pretty much comes with enough cards to make every deck or every base deck so you can make seven decks but you have to there's like 14 cards at there's fourteen cards for the runner and like fourteen cards for the corp. So you like you make the, the cord so you make all four corp decks and all three runner decks, and then you take those fourteen cards and you splash them in to whichever deck you're playing. Mm-hmm. And when then when mm-hmm. you're done, you just take the fourteen out and you can splash in. So you can play with all seven different things right away. And then I bought a couple of like you can get data packs off Amazon for like ten bucks. So really yeah. like overall it's like a hundred and fifty dollar investment and then you're done, then you're caught up. Hmm. which is like okay. totally different than pokemon cuz pokemon yeah, that, every pokemon. every 3 months i was spending $200 for like two boxes of cards and i still didn't get everything i needed. Yeah, you
1: get the the thing with pokemon cards is i don't know if it's like and it doesn't seem like it's like this with netrunner. But like if you buy a pack of pokemon cards, there's like a 50% chance that it's just you get absolutely nothing out of the pack. Yeah. Pokemon is very very expensive, which is why i haven't been able to get back into it despite my love for pokemon.
0: Yeah, and it's very it's very luck based. Net, yeah, netrunner. This is going to become like a netrunner podcast all of a <laughs> sudden. Uh, netrunner has has this thing where because it's asymmetrical, uh, the the corporation has all the points, and so you need seven points to win the game. So when you're building a corporation deck, you have to. It's required to put a set amount of points in, and so the runner is trying to steal those points. The corporation is trying to defend those points. So there's a lot of like tension of like. I don't know what's behind this wall of ice, which is the barriers to get the points. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you make the run, the corporation will re- reveal the wall, and that's when you have like a conflict resolution part of the game. It's, it doesn't really depend on luck;
1: it just depends on like yeah, if you want to take certain risks at certain times. Mm-hmm. But there, there are it's risks against what your opponent has put in place, like specifically by their hand, not like by luck of the draw. Right. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I'll I'll probably check that out.
2: Yeah. Fantasy Flight does a pretty good job most of the time. They've got a lot of really good games. And and more than one living card game too, like the Game of Thrones one, since you're into fantasy, that's a living card game. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's
0: set up exactly like Netrunner. It's like twenty five bucks to get in and then fifteen dollars every
1: every month. Hmm. I'm not a big Game of Thrones fan yet. I (laughs) haven't watched any of it. But I (laughs) haven't watched any of it either. They made Blood Bowl, it looks like. Yeah. Oh, that that one's good. I that's played that on a, PC. Yeah, that was a board game. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, that I, it's I got like,
1: on
2: PC. It's basically like where the video game you're playing one game at a time. The card game is like an entire season in one like thirty uh-huh. minute session. It's actually really so you really kind of cool. have your oh that's
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it's way less way less crying because. If you play Real Blood Bowl, your dudes die and you have
0: to cry. <laughs> they also do the the Star Wars uh, X Wing game, which is like super popular now.
1: I haven't seen that. I'm not. A bit, I I I have a Power Grid, and that's about it. In my board game <laughs> if you collection. like, if you if you were to like, at least the two board game stores in my
0: area, like when you go, like there's always somebody playing X Wing, and they they always have X Wing tournaments every Saturday morning. But I mean, that's. That's like a miniature, Fantasy Flight makes it, but it's like a miniature uh, game that's not as complicated as uh, Warhammer or anything. Yeah. Um, But we, uh, Pokemon stuff. Yeah, we are a Pokemon (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Uh, Allegedly. On Wednesday, May 7th, 2014, the next expensive set of Pokemon, TCG, is coming out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So you now have your choice of committing or switching (laughs) to a different game. Uh, (laughs) So there are uh, This is like the Charizard set It's called Flashfire They've revealed two uh, different Mega Charizards uh, Mega Charizard X and Mega Charizard Y Uh, They also uh, have a Pyroar in the set Which has a pretty cool ability Mm -hmm. Overall though there's going to be 100 new cards uh, Including Mega Kangaskhan EX as well The big thing here Mm -hmm. is uh, This is the most amount of damage we've seen From a single move in the game not counting moves that can do unlimited damage depending on coin yeah. flips, uh, but both uh, both Mega Charizards can do up to three hundred damage for their moves. But it is a very expensive; it's five energy costs to do that, and most mm-hmm. most players in the trading card game don't play Pokemon that have more
1: than three energy cost. Yeah, and these all are all seem excessive. The yeah. Mega Evolution. I just really hate the Mega Evolution mechanic. Because it ends your turn. See, see, when you Mega Evolve, your turn ends just like it does in the game, right? (laughs) No, not at all. I hate that so much. Exactly. I don't know. And they can only use this attack. That's something I didn't know either. They can like it's like evolving in that you can't. This is pretty much just basic Pokemon TCG stuff, I guess. That I'm just explaining core rules of the game. But I didn't understand that they can't use their pre-evolution stuff. It's not like a level X card or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know why it would be. But you're stuck using Crimson Dive or Wild Blaze if you're mega evolving, your charizard here.
0: Yeah, what frustrates me is to still go on the hating Pokemon TCG bandwidth. <laughs> so, is these they they get like a, a fifty to sixty HP boost when they mega evolve. And that's like that's nothing in the game. Yeah. Like you were still going almost everything in the Pokemon TCG is either you do a one hit KO, uh which Charizard can do a one-hit KO with 300 damage. Or you plan it for a two-hit KO where you do like 90 and 90. And if you're wasting a turn to evolve, you're pretty much taking like 90 damage for free. So then it still ends up being a two-hit KO afterwards.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah, and... Wait, I don't know what I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say.
2: It does seem really costly. But like one of the main reasons I got out of uh, Pokemon was... Like, at the time, the tournaments were one game and done. But did, I think you guys mentioned that it's best of three now, right? Yes. So that, that fixes a lot of stuff right there. It does. It is better. Mm-hmm. I, so, it to, to have, like, one fact to not hate Pokemon TCG. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: the, the best out of three is better, uh, except if somebody's slow playing. That's the only time where it's. Not yeah. better, but you're gonna get that in the regular game, anyways.
1: Yeah, and a lot of stuff I've, I've seen just from because I do follow a bunch of people that play the TCG, and it seems like a lot of the higher up competitive players are ending with ties, which is a little weird. I feel like ties are a much more common occurrence now, it seems like. Yep,
0: yep, mm-hmm. totally. Ties are very common, and it's ve- and they like cut how top cut is. So uh, when I went to states, it the, normally the top cut was top 16 and then they changed it to top eight. So it was like, oh, even if you did super well and made top 16 out of you know,
1: 200 players,
0: mm-hmm. uh, it, you're still
1: going home yeah. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's worth saying that this is our equivalent of Japan's Wild Blaze set. So we already know most of the cards that are coming out. If you just want to check on Poke Beach or some other uh, Pokemon tcg focus site, they have a lot of the cards that are very likely going to be in our uh, Flashfire set.
0: And for those that are on, I don't know if any of our listeners are on the, ever on the fence of getting into the TCG, TCG or not getting into the TCG, if you are on the fence of getting into the TCG, I would say bite the bullet if you have more than one other person to play
1: with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a big, that is yeah. a big part of it, because I don't really have anyone that plays around here. None of my close friends do, I guess, is what I should say. And it is kind of lame. You your options are pretty much play TCG or the Pokemon TCG online thing, which a lot of people like, but I haven't really been able to get into. It's too hard to build decks.
0: Yep, yeah, that's my complaint
1: with it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, moving on to our next bit of news—not really news, but uh, it's an article on the site that I want to uh, pimp real quick. It's a new feature, another new feature that we're doing. So we have uh, Fairy Friday, Mega Monday, and. Uh, we have a, a new article by Travis, not, yep. not our Travis, the other Travis, Travis with the uh, dollar sign as an S, Travis <laughs> 2.0. He wrote an article called PUMP, which stands for Power Up My Pokemon, uh, Flareon Edition. So these articles touch on, touch on the author's f- usually favorite Pokemon or Pokemon they really like, but that aren't ever used in competitive battle. Uh, So these articles are to break down how you could possibly use your favorite Pokemon in a competitive battle. So uh, it's kind of set up the same as our Mega Mondays and uh, Fairy Fridays, whereas we give you natures you should use, moves you should use, uh, abilities, natures. Uh, It has a bunch of info. the artwork in this is from Aaron Spriggs from the 649 Monster Show. It's kind of an infographic about Flareon. So if you weren't... I don't ever think this got put online, so this is kind of this might be the first time people are seeing the infographic.: yeah, This is the first time I've seen it yeah it's uh, a really cool, really cool piece, and the whole article is really great so uh, please check that out at pokemonpodcast.com mm-hmm. Uh next bit of news is uh, it's super effective is on Omni radio um, which isn't the the best kind of news since uh, this app is for Australia only <laughs> But uh, they reached out to me because uh, their whole uh, company really likes the show, and they wanted the show to be on their radio station. Um, right. uh, what Omni is is it's a radio service that breaks up. Uh, it's designed so when you are like in the car or like running or doing a workout, it's designed where it takes podcasts and breaks them into like two three minute chunks. So like you listen to three minutes of a podcast, then it jumps to like a, th- a three minute song, and then it jumps to like another three minute podcast. And so I break up the show. So it's in like little bits. So then when you're listening, it's like a couple songs, a couple podcasts, get a little bit news,
1: get a little bit of music. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, it's r- I've had an idea for something similar to that. That's r- Well, they, they're making the money now. <laughs> yeah, they stole it. They stole it, and they're cashing on that hot Australian market. I only dream that I could be raking in the AUS dollars. <laughs> um, so it is coming to the States.
0: Uh, they told me this summer it It'd be cool to check out, but if you are an Australian listener uh, Omni is free, and they're really cool. They obviously approached me and they wanted they wanted the show in uh in their radio service so it only took me like uh like ten minutes to have it super effective just appear uh just because it it's kind of like Pandora where it, you can like thumbs up things or whatever so you can get a better read of what you actually want throughout your day. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh so that's pretty cool. Oh so you don't like subscribe to things, it just like You can. You can do that okay. too. Okay. Uh but then it also like reads your iPod and it sees what music's there, so that's how it like flips in songs.
4: Okay. So and I smart.
0: think you can sign into Spotify so it can pull your favorites from Spotify as well.
1: That's rocking. That's that seems pretty cool. Yeah. Uh
0: last bit of news before we take our break the is Last bit of news. Uh Google and Pokemon, who who would have thought? I, I my two favorite things in the world almost. <laughs> we uh, we're recording this on March thirty first. Tomorrow is April Fool's Day. When you when you guys are listening to this, it'll be April. Uh, it'll be April first or any day after April first. Uh, we were expecting Pokemon to do an April Fool's joke as they did last year, which was the Pokemon Academy. If you guys remember that. Wait, who did that? Pokemon. They like did like. Uh, we're enrolling classes for Pokemon Academy kind of thing.
1: Ooh, I very vaguely remember that, but no, I don't.
2: <laughs> Just like this news, I really would do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it had, I can't remember
0: all, like, the classes they had, but I remember prof- they had, like, Professor Juniper, and it, like, explained that classes are starting soon, and these are, like, the eight different classes you could sign up for. I think Pokemon breeding was one of them. um. <laughs> And then every year Google does something. Google usually does like two or three things. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, uh, starting today, they were a day early, uh, Google Maps and Pokemon actually teamed up and they did the Google Maps Pokemon Challenge, and which involved a pretty sweet three-minute video explaining mm-hmm. that you can take <laughs> your Android or iOS device and walk around the world and use uh, augmented reality to... Catch Pokemon that are around
1: us.
2: Now, is it was, that it real? looks so cool. No, no, that, no,
1: no. no what are your I, expectations? Okay. <laughs> I I was. Because I'd never know. There are no Pokemon in Arkansas.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so apparently. <laughs> well, it's it's but, like good and bad because, you, well, mostly bad. You're not going to be able to do the radical, like, fishing yeah, thing where you caught a Oh, has. yeah,
1: yeah. I saw that part. The that guy, was really so like,
2: cool. It actually is just you can scroll through Google Maps and there's just little sprites of the yeah. of the monsters. So yeah. like Munchlax is in front of the Empire State building.
1: building. Yeah, that's where I found him too. That Weird. was the
0: surprising yeah. thing is after they showed this video, it was like, Oh, great April Fools, but then they actually incorporated it into the app. Mm-hmm. And they said uh the video said like we will pick a Pokemon Master at the at like at two PM on
1: April second or something like that. And then it I, said that I kinda thought that was real too. Yeah, because if anyone has the ability to just throw around a year's salary, I think it'd be. Cool.
0: <laughs> and then at the uh, if you watch at the very end, it kind of says how like they didn't plan on picking anyone or something like that because the position like doesn't exist. So because the position doesn't exist, they can't pick somebody. Something like to, that at the end. They have to
2: battle in order to yes. know how to determine the winner, and they haven't battled yet. So right, yeah, that was the reasoning.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, you can actually, uh, you don't have to download or install anything. The, uh, Pokedex, the Pokemon stuff is already incorporated into the apps on either iOS or Android. And they picked a random 150. Like, not 150 from the first gen. It's just 150 from all yeah. the gens. Which was a little weird. I, I really
1: liked that. I like that a lot, actually. I, it's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, I just I like, don't
0: understand the reasoning for picking
1: yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, it's... There, uh, it seems like there's all the pseudo legendaries. There's a lot of the starters. I'm not sure if it's all the starters, but I found a good number of the starters, like Squirtle, the whole Greninja line. It seems like, or maybe just Froakie and Greninja. I thought <laughs> it was the whole lines. Usually. Okay, yeah, the whole Meganium line too is one.
2: You can look in the Pokedex, and then it has the numbers of all the dudes.
1: So. Yeah, well, that's not the, the. Those aren't the actual Pokedex numbers, though.
2: Oh, I didn't. Like know
1: Pikachu's. That. Yeah, no, Pikachu's number eleven. They they have all the gens in there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: uh, it doesn't, like, it only, for those who haven't tried it or are not seeing Pokemon in the area, it only works for, like, heavily heavy populated areas. So, mm-hmm. or just, like, landmarks. So if you, like, type in the Eiffel Tower or Tesla Motors or yeah. Apple Headquarters,
1: Google Headquarters. That was my journal plan. I, I went through, like, I went down the list of, like, Google Headquarters or Google Offices and all the Pokemon Centers, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, there's but one... Rotom uh, is at Nintendo World New York. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's that's where I found them too. There was nothing at like Nintendo's headquarters unless like it didn't load for me. Yeah, no, I didn't find anything there either. I I also
2: thought that an obvious one was like where Kanto actually is or where the the region was based on. I didn't find anything there either. That's what I did
1: too. I went through because it said in the, uh, or it, it didn't say, it showed in the trailer. It had like that area of Japan where Hoenn is, and it, like, superimposed Hoenn over it. You know what I mean? That was really cool, it yeah. did that flash-through thing. But I went to each of those places, like, to look for Pokemon, and I couldn't find any Pokemon on that entire island. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it was kind of disappointing.
1: Yeah. How many did you end it with Steve? I stopped at... I was, like, doing
0: it at work. I stopped at, I think, like, yeah. 52 or 53?
1: Yeah, I have about there, too. 57, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah uh, one of... Uh, one of uh, the writers, uh, Mitchell, he got all 150 right before the show. And wow. It, oh, it, wow. It just says, like, congratulations, that's it. Dang. <laughs> is, it
1: is Was the Mega Raichu revealed? No, no Mega Raichu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no Mega Raichu. That's, I mean, that's what I was, I was thinking, yeah, though. Yeah. It starts with P- Pichu. And...
1: I mean, if they're in Cahoot, what if they did that? That would be amazing. That would be really cool. Then people would think it was an April Fool's joke.
0: So, I don't know if there's much more to talk about than that. I mean, like, super cool that who knew that these two companies would get together to do something like that. Right. So, I I wonder if that's part of, like, Nintendo's way of incorporating more on iOS. Because, obviously, for, like, this, I guess this was meant for us, but really, like, the fact that this, like, hit major news sites like The Verge and TechCrunch and all this other stuff, and then if you read the comments of, like, Oh my god! I haven't played Pokemon in two thousand years. I had Red <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid. Now I'm gonna do this because it's free and it's like
1: I don't have to do anything. It's already integrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get exposure to the new Pokemon, and they picked really cool Pokemon. I'd say they have like it's like Chandelure and like all the pseudo legendaries. Yeah, stuff like that. I really like um, that, theory. and it might get, <laughs> give people
2: some exposure to the new guys. I know my whole office at work was I was like. Oh, check this out on Google and and everybody's excited about it regardless yeah. of their experience with Pokemon. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I'm sure Google did all the work and Google has unlimited money, so this probably sold Pokemon
1: this probably sold like at least a dozen Pokemon games. Yeah. And <laughs> at least and 12. I, at least I, kinda 12. Hope, I kinda hope that this means that they'll be in cahoots in the future for things. I don't know. Or or that just this augmented reality Pokemon thing will become more oh my that would <laughs> like be that's kinda that's my ultimate the waters thing. for Pokemon yeah. snap or something. Ooh, yeah. I don't know about that. That would be even more amazing. Amazing.
2: Be if if you if I could really do the thing like the guy uh, tracking an onyx through New York, that was so cool. <laughs> that was hey, cool. Hey, and then everyone was, around him just giving him like what what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
1: that was a Steelix by the way. That wasn't an Onyx. Oh, I am so sorry. Yeah, that's my, <laughs> start the show my, over. My ex-favorite Pokemon. <laughs> no, I just got to stand up for my my dude.
0: <laughs> also, when like he found the Charizard in the cage, or in the cave, I was like, throwing a Pokeball isn't going to catch him on your first try, yeah. man. This is a Charizard. <laughs> and then there was a random Emboar just hanging out on a Tokyo roof.
1: I was like, yep. what? He <laughs> was probably someone's Pokemon, and she just stole it. Stole had, like, to snag ball. Yeah. Yeah, just got to do it.
0: Uh, last bit of stuff before we jump to, before we jump to our break is, uh, we ran, that was all the news for everyone, by the way. So if you're expecting more news, you're not getting it.
1: Yeah. You might as well turn off the podcast now. We're done for Nothing new here.
0: Uh, we ran a huge, huge article about Twitch Plays Pokemon. A huge, huge article (laughs) about Twitch Plays Pokemon. Uh, the biggest article in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we had a whole bunch of writers and we did all 14, 17 days in the breakdown of every day so if you didn't watch it or you just wanted to know what happened, maybe kind of get where the, some of the jokes came from mm-hmm. uh, we had a, 10 different writers write this, it took about a month to do we were planning on releasing it right after they beat the first Twitch Plays Pokemon, because uh, this is just about uh, version red uh, but obviously they beat it very fast and then they just moved on, and they kept going. Immediately, yeah. Yeah, they didn't mess around. Um, so it is on the site. It's at the top of the site. There's a little uh, banner saying the Journey of Red. Um, mm. So you should check it out. I just want to give a shout-out to uh, everyone who worked on it. So the I was the guy who thought of doing this article, and I didn't do any work past that. <laughs> um,
2: so you get like 90% of the credit
0: So I get, I get all the credit uh, Actually the only thing I did is I, I laid it all out And made it look fancy and stuff like that So that took way longer than expected And I wanted to make it fancier But uh, I would rather get it out than just keep holding on to it mm-hmm. uh, But the main person in charge of the product, project was Josh Duke uh, he's, kind of the, he's kind of my second hand man when it comes to running the website Kind of like how Travis is better than David when it comes to running the podcast <laughs> <laughs> No I'm just kidding uh, so Josh pretty much did all the work, so big thanks to Josh. Our writers, uh, Josh uh, Josh Duke was a writer. Uh, Christopher, uh, I'm going to slaughter all these names. Christopher Zavolis, Ryan Davidson, Amanda Farda, uh, Ami Marie, uh, Mitchell Wolf, Tony Biggis, Bill Crook, Gabriel Orduna, Steve O'Peter, uh, Jason Cool, and then everyone who proofread this monster of a beast. This article has 50,000 plus words and that
1: was that was after josh cut like half of them right yeah was that before no that was after
0: josh cut a bunch of stuff um so our proofreaders were josh uh william anderson uh our our man and our man on the show david thomas Uh, and then all the art uh in the besides like the little banner and just the layout all the art was done by uh jeff thede He was the gentleman who did the uh, Mega Heracross art. Uh, Fantastic, fantastic artist. So Um, cool. So if you go to the credits and you want to see more of Jeff's art, uh, you can click that link to take. Uh, Otherwise, all the writers here that I just mentioned, they have been doing articles. So if you like their stuff, I highly recommend just commenting on the article, just saying what you liked or what you didn't like so we can make the site better for you guys. As I, like, choke. (laughs) Um, uh, otherwise I think that's all I got for the first segment here alright Travis is still MIA so uh, we will take a quick break and when we come back we'll go down the rabbit hole of Pokemon IVs. And we are back from our break to talk about some Ivies. Woo. Future, future <laughs> topic. Uh, before we we break down Ivies and whatnot, we're not going to tell you how you can get them or what Pokemon you need to breed or what items you should use. But... Uh, David is very up and coming when it comes to the Pokemon stuff. So, do you just want to give a short explanation of what IVs are for our listeners? Okay,
1: Uh, just to clarify, we're talking about (laughs) IV Sores, right? How many IV Sores? Pokemon number two. Okay. Well, okay. IVs are pretty much Pokemon genetics. So, like each Pokemon has an IV in addition to having their stats, in addition to having their natures and their EVs. The last thing that affects their stats are called IVs they're called individual values and they're like stats for your stats pretty much <laughs> so each pokemon has a value ranging from 0 to is it 0 or 1 at the, at the zero. Lowest? okay yeah it has a stat rating from 0 to 31 and each of it's given hp attack speed defense special defense and whatever, is that all of them? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All those move yeah. things. Yeah, and what Ivy breeding is, or what breeding generally mostly is, is trying to get 31, 31, 31, 31, and then another 31, and then an X, right? There's only uh, five. Yeah, yeah, five 31s yeah, five and an X. Yeah, and then X being, well, generally you just some Pokemon mixed sweepers, I guess, need to have all 31s, right?
2: Yeah, if you want to okay. spend a long time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah, generally people just go for, like, if they have a physical attacker, they want 31 in HP, attack, defense, special defense, and speed, and just have whatever whatever it may be in uh, special attack because it doesn't matter because you're never going to be using special attack. So when you hear people talking about five IV Pokemon, that means they have five perfect IVs and one that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And six IVs being one with all six.
0: Another example is, like, uh Snorlax, you wouldn't really care for the
1: speed f- factor. Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. And some people even go so far as on Pokemon that are using like Trick Room stuff. They even go for the zeros in the speed IV.
2: Yeah, I so, my my Ferrothorn has a zero for his speed because mm-hmm. you want him as slow as possible.
1: Yeah. yeah, and that's even that's even really harder to do. The the way people do this is uh, it's it's made. To be fair, I don't know how how should we just go into this topic. All
0: right. So, uh, tra- or, oh God, I'm already messing this up. All right. So David <laughs> explained the, the basics of IVs and how you can get them. Uh, Travis has just joined us.
4: Ugh, finally let me out
0: of that dungeon. I,
4: I, I was running out of the oxygen. It was a whole thing. You should see the movie. It's pretty good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. You even saw? Is this- <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean there's a lot of saw sequels that's probably one of them (laughs) yeah it's kind of like a monkeys at typewriters kind of thing at this point travis appears in one of them uh this episode is just getting better we
0: have uh travis here now you mean worse yes (laughs) before we get too far into things when was ivy's introduced gen 3
4: Gen
0: 3? Gen I have no idea.
4: So <laughs> gen, Gens 1 and 2 had the stat EXP system, and then oh, Gen 3 yeah, yeah, yeah. IVs and abilities.
0: I had like a f- 18% chance of getting that right. <laughs> 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 um, so how how this whole... Why we are all together today, the four of us, uh, to here to talk about IVs, this all kind of started because there are f- usually frequent arguments on Twitter about IVs and whether it should or should not be in the game, and that Usually involves uh, the three of us, and then Logan got into the last one. Uh, and <laughs> at the same time, Logan also won the Facebook contest, and he was like, "I want to talk about this." So that's why we are dedicating this middle segment to Ivy's because we all want, we all have a passionate side about this topic. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And the main reason I kind of sprung this up on Twitter and was complaining was because of Pokemon Bank. I was transferring. All my boxes into my new game and i was just thinking about like how useless these pokemon are because they don't have perfect ivies mm-hmm. and even if even if i wanted to start breeding because they don't have ivies to breed into newer pokemon there would be little to no point in actually ever using or looking at these pokemon again except that it would add to my pokedex that would be the plus side of that
2: Mm. And, and all the memories you have with those beautiful, wonderful Pokemon.
0: <laughs> That's right. All the ones that I just caught to catch, and then that just boxed <laughs> forever. <laughs> but there are some, like the ones I ran through my team. Uh, but we can get to my opinion later, since everyone kind of knows where I stand on that. But uh, David can go ahead and start off uh, his okay. opinion, and then we'll kind of go around circle. And hopefully uh, we get so angry at each other that yeah. we don't actually finish recording
4: the show. <laughs> I start I start a spin-off show, not a spin-off show. I just leave and start my own thing, like a solo <laughs> project. It's you, not very you know effective. how <laughs> yeah, You know how Oasis released that EP that's literally just the the one like the first track is the one brother yelling about the other brother and the second track is the the other way around. I
1: do not know that. That's the thing that happens. I feel
4: like
2: Oasis yeah, is brought Oasis. up a lot
1: on this show. You have, no one <laughs> didn't we bring to- up Wonderwall like two episodes ago? and
4: yeah. <laughs> after.
1: I think that's just a side effect of having Travis on the show. <laughs> I don't know if Travis think, legitimately likes Oasis. Or... I like I
4: like that one album.
2: <laughs> Who one doesn't like Wonderwall? That's the one recent. with
4: Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, the it's uh the what's the story? Morning Glory is the album, and that one's good. Well, that's about in it. In a
1: while, crocodile. I don't know. That's, <laughs> the, one. that's the vibe I got from that. Crocodile, mm-hmm. I guess. See you later, Traligator. <laughs> okay, I, I'll start here. Okay, and I don't know how much of this I said in the section you said earlier or that we recorded earlier, and now Travis is here, but I'm just going to start. I you ruin uh, everything. <laughs> yes, yes. I mm-hmm. know. Uh, we were excited. As soon as you logged on, we are like, oh, got to stop. Travis is here. Get <laughs> <laughs> him on board. <laughs> This show is not going any farther Get without... Get a on the negative train. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 21 Fart. <laughs> okay. My, my main argument is that uh, the breeding system in Pokemon as a feature in a competitive video game, that's mainly what I'm talking about here, is po- is competitive Pokemon. And I realize that's not all of it. I don't even play that much of it, but... The people like like the people that are breeding for IVs are competitive Pokemon players almost always, right? Right. Is that fair to
4: say? Or, okay. or they're just collecting Pokemon yeah. with perfect IVs just for the fun of it, of being able to say that I have these Pokemon with perfect IVs. I guess but the vast so. majority of people that would be doing that are doing that to build teams.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what I'm saying is that as a feature in a competitive video game, the IV breeding system is just completely overcomplicated and pretty much worthless as a feature in a video game. And I don't think that it is morally wrong to use for competitive purposes to use uh, like Pogisav, PokeGym, Pogi what have you. Not the iPod ones that you have to pay money for because that's <laughs> actually illegal. But <laughs> way robbery right there. <laughs> but I, I just think that it if you're gonna do them for competitive battles, you shouldn't have to spend hours upon hours on your uh, on your Pokemon to bring the battles, just so you can have, just so pretty much the playing field can be level because everyone else already has put in the hours. So for new players, you have to you're looking at a big old stack of work. in In addition to learning how everything works, you have to actually do the work and breed the Pokemon. And my my main argument here is like, StarCraft players don't have to individually like breed or like train up each of their units. Hatch Zerglings. Hatch. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you do have to hatch. You have to, you have to bring, bring them in the hatchery, but it's a little bit different process. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, like a- any competitive video game just doesn't have this. And if Pokemon is to be taken seriously as a competitive video game, you need to have the tools simply put in-game to be competitive. I don't, that, that's, my, that's my two cents on it. So I if I were to be entering a bunch of tournaments and I knew that I could do it without getting disqualified, I probably would, instead of taking the hours upon hours to breed my Pokemon out, I would just use PokeSap or PokeGym. Because to me, the game is the battle. The game is not the breeding part of it. That's what the competitive game is, is the battle. And it in no way affects the battling side of it if you use Gen Pokemon within legal parameters. I'm not talking like get like a Venusaur with whatever Psycho Boost or whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm strictly talking about using Pokemon just as a time saver because I think that the the breeding system is is a waste of time, is what I'm saying.
2: I mean I I'm gonna have like a half opinion here because I it's I I don't really have a moral obli- or objection to anybody doing PokeSab or whatever. I just also really enjoy the breeding process. <laughs> I think that's a really I mean like like you said, it's super complex. And I think that's what's really awesome about a lot of stuff in Pokemon, that they it's crazy complex it's like really and it it gives the fact that there are ivs gives like four billion uh configurations to every pokemon if you include like gender and um every different yeah combination of that and -hmm. every combination of like evs stacks onto that so it makes it initially makes it i mean it's a it's a game for kids for for foremost you know and then so uh, it, it feels like every Pokemon really is its own like special little yeah. snowflake, and yeah. that, I think that's why they had it in the first place.
1: Yeah, that is that is why to simulate some kind of like biological randomness mutation kind of deal. Yeah, but now then, when like, you, you can take still it to win. The point, <laughs> but when you take it to the point where we are now, where everyone is just breeding and only using the super IV Pokemon, and realistically, how many different combinations of IVs do you see
2: in a competitive team? not millions. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's one. Yeah. <laughs> for each, for each guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I could, I totally concede that point. Um, like I was saying earlier, uh, and that might've gotten cut off when Travis jumped in. Um, we had, you had a, a girl on a while back. that was a special guest and she made a really good, uh, com- uh, analogy that was that it was as if you had to play chess with pieces that you personally carved. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's exactly what it is that you're taking a long time to carve out these little guys and, and, and then, then you can play the game after you get done with that. That's, that's I just happen to enjoy carving.
1: I, I love <laughs> that. Yeah. And some, and I don't think that they should take out, uh, Stephen Travis, do you want to talk before we get into like fixes for the system?
4: Yes. <laughs> sure. Say? Um, before, yeah. And before i like go into like refute your refuting claim, I'll just like state my, <laughs> state my <laughs> opinion just generally. Um, As of last generation, um, I would have been a little more conflicted um, because I love um, because in my eyes, breeding is the only thing that gives Pokemon gives a reason to play Pokemon after you're done with the post game. I mean, obviously collecting Pokemon, but for those of us like myself who don't really care that much about completing a Pokedex. Breeding is another thing that makes the game worth playing after it's done. There's a lot of hours you can get out of that. There's almost infinite hours by playing that. Um, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. a plus just on its own. The additional playtime, um, and I I have always loved this idea of um, of building a team like from the ground up. You know, you you've put work into this. As as Logan was saying with this with, with this analogy about the chess pieces. But I also see, see David's point where um, it's obviously very limiting as a competitive game, given that you have to do all this work just to play, and it's it's sort of a barrier to entry. That's what I would have said in Generation 5. I'll grant that it's overcomplicated still, but the Destiny Knot and the... And I guess EVs don't really come into this, but you know the, the changes they made to EVs... Um, in, in terms of like uh hordes and stuff. But um the amount of time it takes to breed a competitive Pokemon has dropped considerably because of the Destiny knot. So where it might have taken hours and hours, it'll probably take like an hour per Pokemon. So if you want to make a team for V D C that's for breeding that's six hours of work. Which is six hours, sure. Yeah. But the amount of time people spend like uh I think that's plowing a pretty
1: conservative through.
2: conservative estimate.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I I understand that too, and I I have I have bred my first couple of Ivy bred Pokemon. I I'm getting used to the thing, but the thing is, it does take a lot of time. I wouldn't say that for someone getting into the game, it would not take, an hour, or getting sure. into the breeding aspect of the game, it does not. Because for me, my Lillipup, it took me a very long time, and it also kind of just depends on what materials you have. And the thing right. is, as it, that, you get more, into you breeding, already
4: yeah. I guess yeah. I'm I'm assuming you already have like. A ditto with six IVs and that sort of thing, which you're oh, not going to yeah. have.
1: I, I don't even have one of those. Yeah. I, I, I
4: I don't either. Mm-hmm. But if if you do, um, then it's quick. I would I would say you know like if there was some some way in the I, I would be fine with you know saying like if there's some way in the game where you do some challenge that gets you like a six IV ditto, um, that would make sense to me. But at the oh, point yeah. where we're saying that it takes, um, it, I don't know. I don't think it takes as much work as as it used to nearly at all. Um, and so I don't really see it as being this huge detriment because, um, I think the, the positives, po- positives, of it vastly outweigh, um, the negatives given that there's people who like, that's their whole thing is they breed Pokemon and they go on Twitter and they trade. That's a thing that people do and mm-hmm. love to do. Um, yeah. and so I don't think that the, you know, to some people it's a little annoying, um, but for the people who love it, they, they really love it. And I think if you took if you made it so that you could just instantly bump up your um your Pokemon like when you went into battle, just like instantly bump them up to to like a competitive IV level, then it would sort of devalue the the efforts of those people who mm-hmm. like to do it. So yeah,
0: I, I this this is where I cut in, not to cut you yeah. off, but that's that's <laughs> where I actually disagree. Because there is still free battle, you mean there, just like there, not
1: competitive play? Yeah, there would. Well, there would still be ways in our perfect world where you can battle without getting boosted to. Yeah, so Ivies. your your levels well,
0: wouldn't
4: get boosted and your IVs wouldn't get boosted. Why but like, I don't know. I feel like that that cheapens yeah. the whole system and takes a lot of the fun out of it. Like,
1: okay, no, don't, we like, don't we don't have to limit ourselves to things that are already in the game. We could that we could just suggest that maybe. For the reading program, okay, Okay. as for... I understand that people like it, and I don't think yeah. that it should be taken out of the game in its entirety yeah. at all. I think that the the things... If people are having fun doing that, it can stay in the game, but I don't think that it should be necessarily required for battles. That can be pushed... To, maybe that's how you get shinies. Maybe if you get a uh, six IV Pokemon, it's shiny or something like that, or it's slightly discolored. I don't know. That's something that maybe... They could do so, to fix it. I don't know.
2: So like, your main complaint is that it's going to take about like like twenty hours or something to get ready, and, and and maybe like after that initial twenty hours, it's probably one to three hours per guy. But like, I mean, you have to beat the elite four to do anything, and that's not. I mean, you know, you're not complaining about that. Yeah. So yeah. What, well, you- also,
1: also, it's the type. It's it's not just the work that you have to put in. It's the type of work. It's like what. It's not a good thing for me. I understand that people enjoy it. To each their own, but I don't think that riding your bicycle back and forth across giant roads is the most graceful way that you could implement a breeding system. They they could, in their infinite wisdom, they could they could just make something fun or put in a mini game or put something like Mega Training or Super
4: Training. That I'd is. be fine with. I mean, I'd be fine with that. It's just, um, I'd be. I mean, I understand this whole this whole thing about like you know making it optional to have the battles boost them, but like honestly, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say I enjoy it as much as, as as much as some people enjoy breeding, but like, sure they they like enjoy breeding, but I think what they enjoy isn't necessarily. I think a lot of people don't enjoy necessarily just the act of it, but being able to say, I have this competitive team because I did that. You know, and it's it's not like the actual act itself is what's enjoyed, but the fact that there's the sense there's the sense of accomplishment that if you make it so that you know you can just boost the Pokemon to perfect IVs when you when you want to play competitively, that you you're you're taking out. The thing that people that would be the thing that people love about it is what you're taking out.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I think you could make it something where it still takes like a lot of work in a different area of the game,
1: yeah, or, exactly.
2: That's what I'm saying. Some like yeah, it could like that. be battle tower prizes or something that that mm-hmm. are like alter the Pokemon's DNA to give it plus one IV or something, yeah, exactly. But
4: I would be fine with that.
0: I think my my issue kind of comes twofold, whereas. Uh, going back to transferring everything into my Pokemon bank was, which was like one of my wish lists of Pokemon was to have a online server for me to save all my Pokemon. (laughs) And to see all these Pokemon come into it that aren't perfect IVs that will never get any work done to them Mm -hmm. will probably, that, that are just useless. Um, it's frustrating because. I have a Golduck, and I have a Gengar, and I have all these Pokemon that I love because I took that normal journey with them from start to finish throughout the game. And they're named, and like I can remember the battles I've won with them. I can remember when I caught them. And those Pokemon are technically untouchable. They're useless. I can not adjust their IVs. Mm-hmm. Now with Gen but- 6, I can affect their EVs
2: because it lets you reset their EVs. But well, I mean I, I wouldn't say they're useless they're still you know like uh, like I have a dog and he's not going to win any dog shows but that's not the, that's not what I why I value him you know Yeah
1: yeah I understand <laughs> your point but like I I agree with Steve definitely that you that is that's an actually really good point Steve is that it would be awesome if you could use your pokemon that you went to the game in competitive battles I I just think that Breeding and eugenics, or whatever, should be be divorced from competitive. I I don't think that that should be the thing that is that affects competitive play all encompassingly. I think well, the other
0: the other root to the problem is that because IVs exist and because they will because they are not they're not they don't have an easy uh, entry to barrier or they don't have an easy barrier to entry. They will. There will always be RNG. There will always be poki Sav. There will always be ways to get around that easier to get half well, Pokemon into the game.
4: Well, they're significantly devalued at the point where it takes a lot less time to do it than it does before. I mean, like, I mean, I realize it's still significantly quicker, but we, we can tell that the the direction that Game Freak is going is making breeding easier. That's all they've. Yes. That's all yes. they've done every single generation. So, like. The direction they're going, it's, it's, it's getting easier and easier, and I'm always for making it an easier process.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I, I, I would not be surprised at all if next generation, or even next game, they had something exactly like we're talking about, where you can boost IVs, through or at least affect IVs in some way, like they did with uh, Super Training. Yeah, I, I think, think we're definitely moving in that direction. I don't think it'll be like this for long. I don't think
0: any of us here want IVs to go away. I mean, right. my, my solution to IVs was, what David agrees me, with me, is when you go into a competitive battle, uh, when they boost you to 50, they boost your IVs to, you know, what they need to be. I, I know I get the flaw of that is, like, if you wanted a Zero in a Snorlax,
1: that obviously doesn't work. But, or,
2: or Hidden Power is another... Right. But so that's, at weird, the, that's weird. At yeah, the but same, the
1: thing is, every, it won't really matter because everyone will have those. Every Like... All Snorlaxes will have a thirty-one in IVs, a uh, thirty-one in speed. So realistically, it won't affect.
2: Well, hidden power okay. definitely. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, they, could, they, they could just
1: change how uh, hidden yeah, power works. Like
2: well, yeah, no, it
4: was, the, the hidden power is is the worst. I I, I really <laughs> dislike true. the hidden power is based <laughs> on IVs. It's obnoxious.
2: Honestly, that could probably that could be fixed in a lot of ways too. You could just like there could just be a guy who you go yeah, talk to. Like, that what human. do you want his hidden power to be? Yeah. <laughs> That that would
1: be my fix for this with the things in-game that we have now. That would be like, if they could patch X and Y, that's what I would want them to do. But I think that it would be a lot better because it should still take... It can still take work to train up your Pokémon because I, I, I make the StarCraft comparison, but it isn't exactly like StarCraft. It is an RPG. The Pokémon are Pokémon that you catch in the wild. And I would be okay with you having to go through some kind of battle ready getting ready for battle like gearing up and wow is what i can compare it to i would be okay with having super training for ivs but i don't think that riding your bike back and forth across (laughs) whatever sillage town or whatever not (laughs) sillage
4: what would you what would you all think of um because instead of i'm trying to think of some sort of because i understand the problem that 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 probably needs to be fixed and that it's just tedious for those who don't want to do the breeding um but i obviously I, I don't know i'm i'm more sympathize with the people that do enjoy it um so what about a, what about a, a like a type of game mode where um you all of your pokemons ivs are dropped to zero and then you have a limited like before the battle starts you can apply like a limited supply of ivs to boost certain ones in certain ways before the game starts like you have to apply them strategically before the battle starts mm-hmm. and then you go in that way you still have the the normal mode which i don't know you could call like the like the breeding mode or whatever where you're rewarded for all that time um in that all of your pokemon end up being perfect right. whereas the you know like the 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 time that does yeah. the mode that doesn't require as much preparation is more of like a it, it, it's an added str- strategy element where you choose you pick and choose where you think those IVs should be placed based on your team.
1: But for me, that only would be that only would help it if that was the mode they used for all competitive battling because that's my sure. that's where I get off is that well, I mean, track?
4: if it's if it's like if it were if it were a th- like if you went to VGC and you could sign up for either. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, right now, or at least coming soon, that they're going to have, in the TCG, they're going to have your current format, which is X and Y and Plasma. Yep. And then they're going to have uh, a, a legacy format, legacy. Uh, which is going to be, uh, from the very start of Black and White, on. And there's no reason why the, the, the video games can't have, like... Well, first off, the video games are crippled in the fact that it's only double battles. And I would say a lot... Of Pokemon trainers love single battles. And yeah, I mean, it is the main game. <laughs> that is yeah. the main game. Uh, single battles see zero competitive when it's an official tournament. Besides your your online unofficial stuff, but for somebody who is wanting to get into competitive battles, they haven't bred anything. They're attached to all these Pokemon, which like like I've made the argument for. Have a mode where like okay, the standard video game championship battle is everything gets rounded up to 50. All your IVs get rounded up. Any Pokemon you've raised, used, they'll all work. The only thing that you need to focus on is your EVs beforehand, which is very doable now in Gen 6. And mm-hmm. then have a different kind of battle tournament set up for, like, uh, single battles. IVs matter. There is no limits here. The only thing that we'll probably do is, you know, round round up your level to 50.
1: Yeah, well, I think with... Especially, especially with how many people are playing, I don't think splitting up the formats into even smaller and smaller tournaments. I don't know what the turnout for VGC events is. I assume it's not gargantuan. I well, assume the, there's not a ton of people playing.
0: The problem is VGC tournaments are only at state or higher level. Yeah. Right. I, and I, yeah. I don't. Even, I don't even know if they're at state. They might be at. It's regional. Regionals. Yeah, regionals regional. or higher.
1: Yeah. So that's the, I,
0: that's the main problem right there.
1: Yeah, and I I am not in, in my perfect world. I would not want them to just add new features. I I think that like diluting or add new uh, what's it called game modes or something. Game modes, game modes or uh, formats is what I was trying sure. to say. Formats <laughs> is just diluting the player base. I still want it to be one competitive scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't want. Biking side to side. <laughs> well, sure, like, but that, that's but I, my main. But is it? Are you really
4: diluting the the field by doing that? If I mean, obviously, if they added that, you would be more inclined to do that, right?
1: To do what? So you
4: if if they add some other game mode where where you can like my example of like some sort of like a, apply a limited set of IVs you would be more likely to play when now you're oh, not yeah. right yeah but so, yeah. so you're not that, necessarily that diluting because you're adding a whole another a whole set that of people true, who were we, not we playing know. before
1: that is true but we don't know we don't know the numbers on that i don't know the right yeah that. yeah
2: so, yeah, yeah, so if, right. that, if, if all that stuff came to pass would you what how what would your feeling on um like breeding for moves then be
1: uh, breeding for moves is okay. I, I'm I'm more okay with breeding for moves. One because it's more clear cut and presented. It's not necessarily presented in game, but it's more of a tangible thing that you're doing. Other than the judge in kiloed City or whatever.
2: Oh yeah, that's true.
1: He's way. kind of <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> a lot of boy. yeah. <laughs> but it, it...
0: go ahead, Steve. Sorry. I mean, the reason we're talking about this is obviously the system's broken, and there's probably people. Screaming at the show right now, saying that I'm wrong and that <laughs> and that it's perfect and that breeding shouldn't be adjusted at
4: all. But I mean, even as the 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 most inclined like the the IV apologist in the crowd, I I'm definitely <laughs> willing to admit there's a whole there's a whole bunch of 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 issues with it. But I don't I I haven't heard an idea to to change it that that hasn't sort of ruined that that that, that I don't see would. I'm gonna start the sentence over. <laughs> As much as I really like, uh, as much as I really defend the system, I see that it's flawed. But I haven't seen a proposal for how to fix it that doesn't also ruin the thing people like so much about it. So I definitely see that there is a problem. I just I I haven't seen a viable solution.
2: I mean, Uh, I'll come out as um, a person who actually does enjoy the bike back and forth. Uh, Mm So I'm an apologist of the IV system too. (laughs) That just puts me in my happy place. I'm ready to go to bed afterwards. It's great. I don't. Yeah, but but
1: the thing is, there could be. Something that you enjoy more. There could be an, any number of vi- mini-games sure. that, that are more in the system, more forthright, more fun. And it would add new content to Pokemon games, and who doesn't want that? My, my perfect world would be maybe have breeding be something... I think breeding, you can put the work in and just have it be something aesthetic, maybe, would be my... Because everyone loves shiny Pokemon, Mm-hmm. my perfect solution or my solution would be to have breeding keep breeding just how it is in place but have some other kind of thing that isn't completely necessary for competitive battling some other reward that isn't completely necessary for competitive battling like make it part of your trainer card make give you in game in game things because there there is a game other than competitive battling and i think breeding should be more focused on that instead of mm. competitive battling
2: do you guys remember on, I think it was on Diamond and Pearl, that you could get your trainer card, you could upgrade your trainer card? Like, yeah, like it was do a decent one. You can do that in all the games. Wait, and what? Then. Even in X and Y? Yeah. Yeah, by
4: the Battle Chateau, right, is the way you do it in this one. I
1: think, well, I think that's, I think there are a bunch of different ways. No, the Pokédex, you get an upgrade, right? For completing Pokédex, you get a higher rank. Probably. Or is it all Battle Chateau? You get the, <laughs> I, you get the shiny thing if you complete your Pokédex. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no think,
2: idea. I'm excited now. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: I do think there are trainer card ranks in, in X and Y. I black think and I think there's
4: something white. that happens if you finish the Battle Chateau with it. I, yeah, That's what it's you, called, right?
1: Battle yeah, Chateau? Yeah, you battle the gym leaders too in there. That's a big part. Yeah. Mm-hmm money oh, okay. too i think you get from the battle shot too i don't know i don't yeah. know what the deal with the battle sense so. is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well anyway the, the trainer card was a big deal to me in diamond and pearl and i i guess it's just become a big deal to me in x and y now <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. and if
1: if the people who enjoy breeding if you guys that enjoy breeding w- are doing it just for the the reward that i put all this hard work in yes. there's my reward I think that reward can be something that isn't. I just said this before, but that reward can be something that isn't completely necessary to competitive battling.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that makes sense to me.
4: I I think, I don't know, it would have to be something that was like important, though. It couldn't be like, and now my Pokemon is perfect for the Pokemon musicals, which no one likes.
1: (laughs) Well, that's why I suggested being. Maybe they could just add another. This is a little bit radical but they could just add another type of shiny for that i think that's that's sure. the idea that i've had that i've most liked is maybe if you get a 6iv yeah. pokemon it's a different color or something or it's wearing a scarf you know there a pokemon breeder yeah yeah, yeah. i would
4: damn. i'm not i'm not opposed to to that idea because i think then people would want to have that <laughs> <laughs> it has to be something someone would really want and want as much as it would have to feel like as much of a reward as having a Team does now. Well, you know what I'm saying. It's
0: definitely obvious that people want shiny Pokemon because when we were at when we were at nationals, it was that oh, like you're a competitive battler and you're in the top 16, and oh, every single one of your Pokemon is shiny.
4: you were you were <laughs> in the minority if you did not have a team full of shinies, right? <laughs> Which goes back to the
0: back to my original argument of that the perfect IVs encourages the RNG side of things. Yeah, definitely.
1: And that, that is something that we haven't really talked about much. You're right, Steve. It definitely does encourage cheating, because if it was easier, I would never cheat. I would never use PokéSav if it was not easier, if it was fun. That's yeah. the thing. I don't want to yeah. make Ivy reading easier. I want to make it fun.
0: And to me, as like sure. a collector who, like even though I have all these terrible Pokémon in my Pokémon bank, like one day when I have you know, 2,000 up to 3,000 Pokemon, and I'm like 40 years old, and hopefully the <laughs> server still exists, and my Pokemon are still there, I can, like, show my kids like, ifs? Hey, a- the zombie apocalypse is coming. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> if if Pokemon keeps, you know, adding more Pokemon, yeah. which it doesn't seem like they're going to stop anytime soon, yeah, uh, it's going to be harder and harder to complete a Pokedex, so it will be awesome to, like, keep holding on to these Pokemon and keep taking them with you to other generations. And that could all easily be ruined if, you know, you have two hacked pokemon in here because at one point you trade it with somebody who hacked because they needed it for competitive play and now you have it and it's like, oh, this sucks. At least I would feel that way.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Here's here's some here's here's thing. Here's a thing. <laughs> I have Hearthstone on my mind because I've been playing it a lot. How Hearthstone works is um, I, so there's no there's no trading of these of these digital cards, right? So you just get them right. in packs.
2: Are you and, supposed to talk about turning Pokemon into dust? Is that <laughs> disenchanting yes. your Pokemon? This is literally
4: <laughs> where no, this is literally where I'm going. Um, and, and the way it works is if you have more more copies than you want of a given card because you only have two of them in your deck, you can. Um, you essentially destroy the card and turn it into a set of points um, which you can then spend at, at a loss, essentially. like You would have to um, disenchant, an, I think it's like four commons to then build the one specific common that you want, or rares or whatever. Um, and that would work in poker, because if you catch so many bidoofs or whatever, and they're all, as Steve says, useless, because you as, once you have one then you're you're fine, but you have yeah. one with perfect. You know, maybe you have all of these, so then you could. There's some way where where it's still incentivized breeding, like where a like,
0: Pokemon grinder where you throw it, all the badoofs in. It
4: just, <laughs> I, I, I realize it's, it's sort of against the spirit spirit that, of the game in that sense, but like if you if if it, if it would take more time to do than breeding, that then I'm fine. Like I still want like I think you keep the. The people who like breeding by making the other thing more time-consuming, but also easier. So, in the sense that, like, super training is easier is easier to get into than is EV breeding, mm-hmm. but it's um, yes. but it but it's more time-consuming. So, like, if you had to have a whole bunch of them that you like, then combine into one bidoof that that then becomes <laughs> the one with with perfect IVs, then well, I something mean, you, like that. You
0: could do like a system like I caught. Well, well, I'm gonna piggyback off what you said, Travis. Where yeah. like I caught a hundred badoofs, and I'm gonna take them to like the safari rescue place in the game, and they're gonna reward me for releasing uh-huh. these badoofs right. into mm-hmm. the the perfect scenario. This is how the safari zone is formed, baby. Mm-hmm. You go to you go to you go <laughs>
4: to the the um uh team plasma headquarters, and they reward you for releasing Pokemon <laughs> by giving you one with perfect IVs. That's right.
2: Yeah. that's so, revealing that no Pokemon wants to be caught. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you
0: get you get a point value from that, yeah. and you can use that point value to buy uh, like a specific potion formula, something that, uh, let's say I or, want a perfect IV mill tank.
4: Or after you release 50 Bidoof's, you get one Bidoof with the IVs of your choice.
1: Yes, something that could be like it. Yeah, well, when you guys, you guys actually brought up the taking you out of the spirit of the game, one thing that... I really didn't participate in Pokemon breeding for a very long time because it really does entirely break the spirit it takes you out of the spirit of the <laughs> sure. game yeah just breeding a hundred leasing of, yeah level yeah and that's i really don't like judging a Pokemon based on its uh it's genetics level. yeah <laughs> like. Right. It's like Pokemon eugenics. eugenics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I, I really didn't like doing that. I didn't. I don't like the idea of that. I, I take Pokemon very seriously, and I (laughs) I don't like mistreating my Pokemon. And I think it would be definitely more in the spirit of the game to do something like Steve says, and have the Pokemon that you went through the game, that were your partners as you battled the Pokemon League, have them be able to be competitively viable through some means.
2: That actually, I mean, I'm totally behind the solution, actually. This is, <laughs> you, yeah, can have, like, I mean, I, you can go find your dudes, like you can put them on display and they're in a little habitat, and uh, go yeah, visit them later, yeah. it's like Animal Crossing then, which is so, even yeah.
0: better. Yeah, so, I mean, somebody on Twitter, I believe it was Greg, and mistake me if I'm wrong, but uh, he, said, he said to me and made an excellent point and said that just because I breed my Pokemon and you caught your Pokemon and raised them to whatever, are you saying that I'm playing Pokemon wrong? And that was an excellent point because like I'm not a breeder and some people are and I and no, you're not playing it wrong. Like your Pokemon probably still mean a lot to you. That was probably a lot of work you did. But to me, my connection is, is kind of the root of Pokemon is, is catching something in the wild, mm-hmm. deciding if I want to keep it and then take a journey with it and then form experiences that way. Now, some people may form experiences by just breeding, finally hatching at that moment of actually hatching what you need and then raising it and battling with that. That's a totally different experience, and that's not an yeah. experience that I would want, but that's an experience that some people would want. That's just like saying, like, I like comedy movies, but that doesn't mean I like horror movies. Those are two different experiences, but within the same genre of movies. Yeah.
1: yeah. So. What What do you guys think of maybe involving the involving the gym leaders and the Pokemon League somehow and having, like... Maybe when you beat the Pokemon League with a Pokemon, the Hall of Fame somehow, mm. you can go into the Hall of Fame computer and adjust their IVs there. Something like that. I'm still going to go with my that old standby of as long
4: as it's more time-consuming than is breeding. If you make <laughs> breeding quicker and, and that... because and, and I mean that sincerely because I think that... That's the way to do it because, because you, you keep the people who enjoy breeding, you keep rewarding them in the same way that, su- in the same way that super training, no one is saying, oh, super training so annoying because I loved EV training and now it's completely pointless. No one is saying that. I've never seen anyone say that. And that's because super training is more time consuming than is EV training. And I think everyone at this point agrees that what they did by introducing super training made that system a whole bunch better. Um, and yeah, so I think that's the same solution you need to do if, if you're doing it that necessarily with IVs.
1: That's kind of getting away from the point of competitive battling should not take a huge barrier to entry. Yeah, I mean... I, I agree sh- that it should be fun. And you're right, may, And if it's something fun, it should take longer than breeding. But I do think that that should, should be divorced from competitive battling Anything that takes longer than breeding should especially be divorced from competitive battling. <laughs>
0: it's, it's hard to say that you could just edit IVs, since IVs are technically what a Big Pokemon genetics. is born yeah. with.
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. you could have said that about like effort values, that, oh no, you can only get effort values from wild Pokemon, but that's not how it... They, they, can, right. change it. And they it's, can change it. And, and you
4: can even uh, remove those with the
1: berries.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also an effort... Yeah. Aaron, EVs can like, it's like, why can I, why can my Oshawat only have speed and attack? Like, if he can yeah. freaking swim forever, why can't he have special attack too? Like, why are you restricting me to two if mm. I keep going to the gym over and over and working on different parts of my Oshawat body? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Never skip Leg day <laughs>
0: But, but to like, like to be fair and to put it back into a Pokemon world, like genetic changes, and genetic hacking have already appeared. We saw it with Mewtwo. We <laughs> saw it with Mew. Like, and not to say anime, because anime is not kosher, but it's definitely in the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, no, definitely.
0: So it's it's not like there can't be some kind of system to affect IVs, and I, I get that IVs are what you're born with, but, like, it there shouldn't be... the The whole argument at least from mine and David's side and why we began talking about this is the IVs are the barrier to the competitive aspect which is such a big aspect of Pokemon and for me to take my team that I went through 40 hours with from start to finish to take that to a battle competitive battle like I automatically lose no chance Mm -hmm. right and that is heart-stopping for especially the younger audience that doesn't understand IVs that doesn't understand IVs to and they and they'll never want to do it again. And now you have a younger person who is disappointed in competitive play because they lost, not even closely. And how is that going to encourage them to try to do it? While some may get into breeding so they can correct that problem,
2: others will just be turned off.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, me too. I, I I think that it could be something. I, I, they, they would probably have to be a drastic change to really kind of sate all of these desires we've been talking about. But oh,
1: definitely, yeah. It's not. It's not a small change, and realistically, it probably will happen slowly over time, like EVs kind of did. Mm-hmm. A big thing if they you, changed was the moves. Remember when we only had one TM? Yeah. <laughs> if you're only
4: yeah. if if that if that's your concern, then then why why stop at the I, IVs? Right? Then why not have like a pokemon stadium type thing right like that's the solution is have yeah is have but- like one is have it so that one game mode where nothing like you don't have to catch the pokemon
1: you know, because, well, no. The, because, the, I mean, the building of your team is actually it is competitive play for well, sure. It, it's about sure but you
4: still you still ch- you would still in the, in this case you would still choose the
1: Pokemon in that sense and moves, your team or, and the moves. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're choosing like the moves and the Pokemon and even the EV split. Yeah. So that, that, is, that all is part of the game. But I but you're not really the thing is that's strategy. Whereas breeding is not strategy. It's you have to get right. five X. Yeah.
4: So yeah. so so then why not just have like. Have the have two separate modes on those for the people who enjoy the satisfaction of building something like EV training, and, and I, I'm guessing that the vast majority of people that love breeding also love EV training. So mm-hmm. have have one set for like, I'm I'm using this term in a different way than people normally do. In game Pokemon, I don't mean like in your original run through, but Pokemon earned in the actual yeah. playing of the game, as opposed to some like, um, like a
2: I mean, basically, Pokemon showdown. Gold.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know. It d- it depends which one is the one taken most seriously and done at official tournaments. I sure. think that the com- that competitive Pokemon, quote unquote, what it should be known as, should not be the one that that involves breeding.
0: The, I don't think I, that like rental Pokemon in like Pokemon Stadium, for example, like ever made me feel as good as winning as the Pokemon I originally caught.
4: Yeah. Well, right, but like. Isn't that the the point though? That like, you're that that's you know the extreme of that feeling you're getting, Steve, is the feeling that people get when they breed their Pokemon and I and yeah. EV train them. They get they get a very heightened, they get a more intense feeling of the same thing that you're getting because it's all the work put into it. Yeah, but so if, we, if if we it's, see if that if it's the, all about the bar- if it's all about the barrier to entry, then 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 that's the solution.
0: But we see that in the the TCG already. Like you can. Easily go online, find a good deck list, pay for those cards, and win a tournament. That's not that yeah. hard to do. That would be the equivalent of like
1: uh, small tournaments, small tournaments, <laughs> not huge tournaments. It does. I the TCG does take some skill. There, I know some very good players with TCG.
0: Right. I mean, the TCG is a lot of luck, but in, but in a perfect world, you would know this deck wins. These are the cards I need. This is how sure. this is how you play. That would be the equivalent to uh like renting Pokemon or like uh what do they call that Pokemon battle thing that you play Pokemon showdown yeah that would be the equivalent mm-hmm. to showdown whereas like people who you know spend the time to like build their own deck there's no like making your own cards to do that it's just you're you're looking at different possibilities you're putting them together you're doing some trial and error your trial and error through this in this example would be playing through the game because at least in X and Y, these are the first time you're using these Pokemon, these are the first time you're catching it, so you're experiencing all those battles up to it. And then, I would argue, and I don't think anyone would disagree, that winning a TCG match with a deck that you made yourself because you put the time in is way more rewarding than winning with somebody else's deck list that you
1: just pulled. Yes. Yeah, and that actually is kind of an argument for Ivy Breeding. Yeah, but that's, I don't, that's, that's what I'm saying. But I don't think that the work that I don't think that... I hate to go back to bicycling back and forth across a long route, but I don't think that the work that it should take to get to your happiness is... And I, I kind of am changing my stance. I don't think that there should be no barrier to entry. I kind of do... Now that you're saying it, I kind of do agree that having rental Pokemon, that extreme of it, that is not where I want to go. I want to go somewhere in the middle, but that middle is not somewhere that where I have to ride back and forth on a bicycle.
2: So, like, what's the minimum amount of bicycle <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that you're acceptable? <laughs> well, I mean, like, to me, I mean, I can, I can uh, nature breed. I can nature breed the hell out of some Pokemon, but I don't know. Ivy's too. So like a tiny,
2: a tiny stint on a bike is not unheard of, but you just don't, you just don't want to do the. I mean, I I totally understand that. Like, I I was in that same boat before this generation. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm not spending another second on this bike. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: I I can't do it. I I have Ivy-Bred Pokemon. I I understand it, and I have been able to do it. It's just not something I enjoy and not something that I want to do to have a box full of competitively viable Pokemon.
0: I think the frustrating thing is Pokemon sets it up as you're going to catch these Pokemon, and then you're going to battle these Pokemon. Exactly.
1: It's, It's not in the spirit of the game.
0: But in reality... They've introduced this third game, which is Breeding. Mm -hmm. And they've introduced fourth games, which is like Pokemon to Me and Berries and Musicals. And it's like, (laughs) for me to do, so I can catch, check, done. I can battle, check, done. But if I want a competitive battle, I have to dip into this third pool of Breeding. Like, that would be almost saying like, okay, now if you want to really make that battle even more worthwhile, you need to dip into this fourth pool of Pokemon Musicals. Like, is, <laughs> is there going to be a point where they're going to force us down that way as well? Because
2: I, like, I would hope we're only going to go the other way. <laughs> like, yeah, because really, I think we are going to go only the other way. Because
0: the only solution is to simplify it, and they can leave it alone, and we're all going to have these same issues. Or
1: they? Well, can I don't simplify.
4: think I don't think anyone anywhere is opposed to making it, in doing more things like the introduction of the Destiny. You Not know? like if in Gen Seven. It, like there was some other item that made it even easier. I, I I think that anyone against that is is in the vast minority. I think but, but people why just not? Want Isn't
1: that isn't that essentially the same thing as dumbing it down? Like, isn't that taking less? If your argument is that like I it makes it better because I put in the work. Are Gen Six bred Pokemon less <laughs> fun to use, less fulfilling than Gen Five bred Pokemon or Gen Four bred Pokemon? I think the answer would have to be yes if you are enjoying the work that you put in or if you get a better sense of accomplishment from more work that's put in.
4: I think because there is there is some work necessary because then the answer is that like, well, sure, like per, the, the amount of like <laughs> return on investment per Pokemon is probably lower. But because, you know, if I put in if putting in x number of hours in gen 5 gets me three po- three bread pokemon but in gen 6 gets me half a box of bread pokemon
1: which it kind of does
4: then i'm yeah. still then i'm still getting the same enjoyment out of that half of a box that i did out of the three it's it's more about enjoyment per like the per the amount of time spent than okay. per, for the pokemon
2: Honestly it's it's a, for me X and Y is at the exact right amount but I totally understand like if it's still a little bit much for other people because like I said you know last generation absolutely not that's that's yeah. just ridiculous. Did they remove their like, macho cool.
1: brace stuff? Do, do the power it still, items it's still it's pass d- down? A,
2: they still so, do, yes.
1: Yeah, you could still yeah, they do. Just like anything they add engine 7 or whatever you will still well, be Well no able one's going to
4: gonna, no one like no one is going to want to to use that if like like I don't like I don't think it's necessarily like people want people want to be doing something extremely difficult. It's just that I think there needs there needs to be at least some thing that you can that you can hang your hat. You know, yeah. you need yeah, there needs I, to be some accomplishment. I think and I made think that
1: something should be more in the world of Pokemon. More more something more <laughs> Pokemon feeling as opposed
4: to like some sort of like adjunct, which it feels like now. Mm -hmm.
1: I think David made a good point earlier, as in
0: the the work you put in for the reward. I mean, right now it's easier to get IVs in Gen six. Yeah, the assumption is it's going to be even easier to get IVs in Gen seven, and now Mm -hmm. that PokeBank has linked Gen six and up, as as a as a breeder, as somebody who likes to breed, are you going to breed in gen six because it's harder and you want that reward or you going to breed in gen seven because it's easier and it's faster and it saves you time i i can't imagine anyone saying well it's more rewarding because it's harder to breed in gen six so i'm always going to breed in gen six and move up to gen seven no everyone's going to go the easier route because it saves time yeah exactly and (laughs) and so like it's it's hard to say like breeding so rewarding in gen six but now that it's in Gen Seven, then and it's it's easier. I'm not going to do that because you are going to do that because it saves you time. But, but like I'm saying, easier it's easier not. Yeah,
1: Travis did answer that. It's not. It's more. Yeah.
4: You're proud of the t- you're proud of the time you invested. You're not proud as uh, necessarily as proud as, as proud of the outcome. You're proud that I I I work to get this result, regardless of like how substantial the result is. Like one hour in Gen Six has less of a you're you're less it has less of an outcome but you're still as proud of one hour's work in Gen six as you are of one hour's work in Gen seven. There's yeah. just more of an outcome of it. I
0: guess like the point I'm making is like Ivy breeding should get shorter in the in the future we all hope. Yeah. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. so like why why is it okay right now for it to take so long, even though it doesn't take as long as Gen five, but it's like it still takes long. It's still a barrier of entry. Uh, mm-hmm. breeding. I don't think anyone's
2: arguing that it's perfect. I mean, we're no, I mean, Eevee, I'm e- I'm totally down. EV
0: breeding. <laughs> yeah. well, we have we have super training, but we also have horde battles. And if it wasn't for horde battles, like it would take a lot longer to e v breed. But no one's complaining about that anymore because that solution has been fixed with both horde mm-hmm. battles and super training.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone's is saying that that Gen Six is 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 perfect. And in, in terms of in terms of breeding, um like I said, I think everyone would be fine with it getting easier. Um, I, guess,
0: I guess I'm just like trying to understand why people who breed are okay with it taking that long. And
2: well, uh, like I was saying, I I wasn't okay with it last year, and I am this one, and I don't know what like threshold the uh, time yeah. investment is where it's enjoyable and not enjoyable. But for me, it's gotten there, and I. Uh, you know, in future generations, it'll probably get shorter and it'll have more folks become interested in it.
1: I, I think that the super training solution was the perfect solution to EV training, and I think and I think something similar to that, something in game, something that feels more like Pokemon. Not that super training necessarily feels a lot like Pokemon; it's a little bit weird. It's it's super
0: training <laughs> is kind of close to the anime. Like if there's like one episode where like Ash
1: takes Oshawat to like a training salon. Like increased yeah. speed, so yeah. Like, but I'm, I'm talking specifically more about the balloon fighting, like shooting right, soccer enough. balls of balloons. That's a little bit weird. <laughs> I was it to be something a little more Pokemon feeling, but yeah. something that is like that. That maybe Travis is right. I, I am changing my stance. As I said earlier, something that takes a little longer, but something that isn't riding your bicycle back and forth.
2: I'm I'm totally with that. Yeah, that's what we got. <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny, I'm sure there's we solved the world's problems
4: i'm i'm sure there's going to be people that are that are angry that i didn't make a, like a hard line stance but honestly like that's like i'm not a i'm not like an extremist in that sense like i mm-hmm. i like the system because i and others get a lot of enjoyment out of it but i'm I, I mean i'm willing to admit that it does you know maybe it does take a little bit too much work but i think that that that's um the the amount of you know, the barrier to entry problem is smaller than is the massive amount of enjoyment people get out of it. So I think, and I think that the solution of making it so that um, all the all the tournaments, all, like all competitive tournaments, you know, have the one format where it's um, your EVs are automatically boosted or automatically adjustable um, takes a lot of the reward out of the breeding which people enjoy so much. So um,
0: What if what if, and not to drag this topic on for much longer, but...
4: I mean, I think people want to hear it.
0: <laughs> well, well, you look at something like Poke Showdown, right? Yeah. You, you play that a lot.
4: I do like Pokemon Showdown.
0: And what you do That's is good. you use your creativity, you make a team, give mm-hmm. it the moves, probably give them all perfect IVs, Yep. and you play. And you play over and over, you're battling all the time. Yeah. Easy. What if that was actually in Pokemon? Like, right, yeah. That, yeah, I, that's, you know, that's kind of the rental. That's,
1: that's what he's been...
0: <laughs> right. But then when you go to a competitive battle, you can't use those anymore. Sure.
1: As for, like, testing? Like, like for testing purposes? Like, yeah, that's, that yeah. is what I use a lot of my... Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, Pokemon Showdown for is to test out builds before you put the you six do... hours into them. Yeah.
0: be perfect. The, I love the, it. The problem is we're going to a website to do that. We're going to a mm-hmm. website to play yeah. Pokemon... And we're not actually playing the game, mm-hmm. which is
1: frustrating. Yeah, and may- they they yeah. could make it. They could easily do it in game as some kind of like cyber thing or some kind of like battle factory simulation. Yeah, yeah, simulation.
4: Yeah, I. Yeah, I would be. That's not. I'm not changing my, my stance over on
0: Ivy's being overcomplicated because <laughs> that still needs to be fixed. But I don't get why I have to go to a website to test out Pokemon. Neither do I.
2: Yeah. Oh man, they the uh, in-game 3D printer that <laughs> makes your digital <laughs> Pokemon that you've just tested out real. And that takes battle. Yeah. Battle tower points. <laughs> I would be
0: I would be curious for I would be curious for all the, the hardcore Pokemon breeders we have, how they dedicate their their other time. I mean, for for me, and I'm I'm just speaking for myself. I work forty hours a week. I have my house chores that I do. I try to play other video games besides Pokemon. I don't play a lot of Pokemon anymore uh, just because I try to fit in other games or I try to do other things in my life. I would be curious for people who are hardcore breeders and battlers, how much, like, if they're college students, if they live at home, if, they, uh, if they're parents, if they're not, if they
4: I mean, play if you spent, anything if, else. If you spent, like, an hour a week... Just like one hour a week breeding, then I would guess that, you know, you'd be able to have a team before. Excuse me, you'd be able, you'd have a team set before regionals, and then you'd have a team set before nationals. You know what I mean? But like that,
2: that's yeah. that's just the well, breeding
4: I mean, aspect. That's not the battling aspect.
2: For me, I mean, sure. I've got a full time job. I, um, I mean, I, I just at lunch. Was normally I was trying to de-stress, so I would just play Pokemon, and then maybe an hour or two a night. And um, I've been doing that since X and Y came out. Not not like every lunch break, but um, a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, you don't want to lose
4: your job. Don't don't admit something <laughs> you don't want.
2: <laughs> oh no, I mean my my lunch is mine to do with yeah, whatever yeah, I no. want. So, but um, I I've got a box like a an entire box of forty completely trained EVed. I have perfect dive guys. Um yeah. So I I it wasn't a crazy time investment, but I I got a lot of enjoyment out of it, so it wasn't tedious for me. Mhm. what so, do you play so a lot of
0: do you play a lot of other games? Or is Pokémon my jam?
2: Pokémon is my main jam, but I've been doing a lot of uh Hearthstone recently and you know, I I have all the diamond trophies in Disco Zoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and other assorted things. Um so it's not the only game that I play, but it is my main jam. Okay,
0: because yeah. I wouldn't say Pokemon. Weird as a as a Pokemon host, I wouldn't say Pokemon's my main jam because I try to get <laughs> to everything. Yeah, but that's just me. I like I like games and I like competitive games. I just don't have the time investment to put into setting up for competitive for Pokemon. Like for the card game, I just spend two hundred dollars and I'm good to go.
2: <laughs> yeah uh you know it's it's actually gone to the point where uh i wanted some some more friends like i only had like one friend who's like actively as into the battling as i am so since i've got you know 40 dudes because i've experimented so much with the different team structures i just sent out the missive on twitter like if anybody wants to go to the georgia regional i will supply you with a team and it will be great <laughs> what if and that and it, so that's that's done something for other folks that didn't necessarily yeah. want to breed, but it dropped the barrier of entry for them.
1: Yeah, but in a perfect world, the barrier of entry wouldn't be there in the first place.
2: Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> right, you're right. right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, what if Pokemon introduced, like, in-game currency to, like, like, for, like, World of Warcraft, if I wanted a bunch of money,
1: a bunch of gold, I'd just pay some farmer in Korea. Yeah, if you want to be a very bad person that breaks the game's economy and regardless, the, I mean, like, the, yeah. there,
4: there are more moral issues with right. that. Like, basically, yeah. like the only it, reason I'm in paying... prisons, they make people play World of Warcraft so they can be a gold <laughs> farm. Like,
0: right. But the only reason people pay for gold in World of Warcraft is so they can actually enjoy the game. Some people enjoy the grind. Other people want to use that gold yeah. to buy a bunch of stuff and then play the game they want to play. So. Yep. What if in Pokemon I could spend five dollars and say I want this poke, I want a fully Ivy bred Piplup, mm-hmm. and it was five dollars oh, okay. and it would take like a week to do. It wouldn't actually be a person in Korea;
2: it would just be the game. I, and, I-, I think there's like, a for that. You think there's a Reddit well, for
1: that? That's, I, that's I think there actually good. is a
2: Reddit where there's people who just are professional breeders and they'll make whatever one you See, want. That's, like, that's, like that's five sweet. Months.
4: In response to this idea of like a currency to spend to get. Red Pokemon, there's already that because that's what trading is, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You you trade you trade a Pokemon for for one you want. You, you spend time, like in the same way where you would spend time to get this gold. You spend time to breed something that someone wants, and then you trade it for the thing you. It, it's just it six of one half dozen of the other. Like it it's like you it would st- like if whoops I just dropped a loud thing. Like if <laughs> you um. If that's the solution, it has the same problem.
0: Oh, no, I'm not saying it's not a fix. I'm just saying what if they introduced it. I mean, there are listeners of the show that have given me Pokemon that they've spent time on, and I've, in return, uh, given them, like, merchandise or something out of the store. But it's... I don't know where I was going with that. But (laughs) uh, to go to, like, a subreddit and pay somebody, like, ten bucks to braid me a team, like... I don't I guess I don't I, there's no trust there there's n- and and that's a flaw yeah. in Pokemon for not actually having good balance checks of like what am I actually getting in return
1: yeah, as that's long true. as that's kept not in game like I'm okay with paying people to breed you Pokemon. that's actually a really cool idea that I didn't know that they did, but I don't think that it should be in game oh no it should be for that kind of thing for yeah.
0: Diablo Three proves that that doesn't work yeah
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: but i would ab- i would absolutely pay like if i was to get back into seriously competitive pokemon i would literally- i would just pay somebody like to me the time investment is not worth the cost and i think that's where a lot of tcg players differ from video game players is yeah. that there is zero barrier to entry the only barrier is your cost and that's essentially and, I mean, the, but same the same thing the, oh, there's
4: ahead. there's a lot of people like i think there's more people that don't play the tcg because it costs money than there are people who don't play the video game because it costs time
0: yeah, but you don't even have to buy the video game to play it. You just go to Pokemon
4: Showdown. Uh, I guess I don't see what your point is. Like what what do you mean? I don't mean that in like a derogatory like, way. I just like I I legitimately don't understand something like if, if if I'm just a-
0: there there are so many like and I guess because I've gone to like TCG matches, like mm-hmm. almost I would say I'm throwing a rough number out of here. I would say four out of the seven matches I people I meet they always mm-hmm. go. This is a friend's deck. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, that's and, what I did. That, yeah, definitely. And so
0: it's it's like any anyone. So like in this in this group of four of us, like Travis, you probably put or Travis and Logan put the most time in for breeding and competitive battling. And yep. I could just easily borrow Pokemon for you, or I could just go to Pokemon Showdown and do it myself. But that doesn't mm-hmm. that I still have a barrier to competitive battle unless you give me those pokemon right and the barrier at least for the tcg is the cost but people just get around that by borrowing decks because if you're already paying x amount of dollars for cards you probably have a lot of cards and you probably have multiple decks and so i mean you- in the
4: same way if if you're willing to spend the, i mean uh, like and that's the same way with people who have boxes upon box of competitive pokemon people love trading them to people so it, it's 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 still the same situation yeah
0: I well trading doesn't really exist in the TCG I'm talking about trading in, game
4: in like in Pokemon like in the video game like the, the people who love breeding a lot of them will have extras in the same way that you know oh this is my friend's deck like oh my friend bred my team like yeah get the same thing
0: I mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm a huge ex- exception to this I have a personal problem with the pokemon not saying it's owned to me but that's just my problem
4: me too <laughs> I, I i don't people offer me things and i i rarely rarely accept them Like so that's got,
1: where i get all my that's where i get all my competitive pokemon is from wonder trade <laughs> to to be honest well, like, They're all my almost competitive pokemon
0: like if i was to go like when i went in a competitive match all my pokemon were from other trainers and that was fine because i was only using them for nationals yeah yeah but exactly. like i wouldn't really like use them Again, unless it was purely competitive, and then I guess in that point huh. I don't I don't care because I'm I've, 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 I'm just playing the actual game of the battle, which is what we started talking about. Yeah. And now we went for a circle.
2: <laughs> Yay!
4: I'm gonna fall asleep. <sighs> I was late. I woke up early. <laughs>
0: Woo! Long talk. That was a very uh, long yeah. talk. So <laughs> solution is a good one,
1: though a great one. So, yeah. so the solution so, is
4: we're all not happy with Ivy's. Solution is <laughs> we're switching. To World of Warcraft.
1: The solution is wait. Is there a, is there a prison that really makes you play World of Warcraft all day? There are. How do I go to that How do I go to that prison? What do I need to do? <laughs> do that seems like a win-win. Food. I that feel seems
2: like, like a win-win. You're committing to this uh, before you get all the facts. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're gonna get a phone call, and it's gonna yeah. It's so I get to rob a bank or whatnot, and then get to play World of Warcraft all day. And get one
4: one very small meal a day. Ah, uh, okay. Sounds
1: like college. I mean, college. that's the catch. I can, yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> What
4: I do now play
0: <laughs> Play World of Warcraft, eat one meal a day, <laughs> rob a store. That's my everyday kind of thing.
2: Yep. You know, World of Warcraft is actually like that's a pretty good parallel because they, you know, it was an, initially a really long grind to like whatever the first max level fifty mm-hmm. or whatever, and then now. They've got, you know, you join and you get a 90, you get a level yeah. 90 character. The thing is, the, being level capped
1: in WoW, I, I know this very recently, being level capped in WoW is not anywhere near to being the top, the best you can be. You you are still very crappy if you're just a, some random schmo level 90 in WoW.
0: So are we, uh, are we saying Pokemon so you should be a lot more not,
1: like WoW? Yes, absolutely. Yes. They need Night Elves and Trolls and Pokemon. Which, <laughs> is what I'm, I'm saying. I'm pretty sure
2: there's got to be something relatively similar to a Night Elf. Um, don't
1: Gotham, golly. uh yeah Meowth. <laughs> 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 Close enough. <laughs> right. seems, he can be a night too. <laughs> <Seems laughs> Alright.
0: Uh so I think that's what we have on Ivies. We could probably continue talking about it, but of course there is no solution that we can influence, only the solution that Pokemon can give us. Which will be in your heart.
1: Which One more hope. thing on the Wow thing. They do have <laughs> Pokemon and Wow now. Have you guys heard about that? The pet battles oh, yeah, the little pets. Now, yeah, yeah, there there is Pokemon and Wow. I don't see why it can't be the other way around. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. I, I just couldn't have gone through a Wow plus Pokemon conversation that Johto. much.
0: <laughs> World of Johto. So, uh Final solution is IVs will be fixed in the Ruby and Sapphire solution. We've used, <laughs> yeah, we've used two, two times. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> Semi final
1: solution. <laughs> Welcome to It's Super Anisomatic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so we put all the Bidoofs on train cars and we take them. The out.
0: longer they stay on the train, the better the IVs get. Yeah.
1: There we go.
2: All the ones that don't have perfect. Other stuff happens to them involving.
0: If okay. They fall off the train. Re- they it's get just caught on natural released. selection. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they're released.
2: Ta-da. It's pleasant, right? That's, it's it's, it's like the that-
1: giver. you released. What if that's what it was? The- <laughs> a- <laughs> re- released. That's actually eerie. I've never thought about that. Hmm. you never see him again. Release. The ceremony of
4: release. You can find me at twitter.com.
1: <laughs> that was getting cut off.
0: <laughs> can we talk about why don't release Pokemon actually go back
1: into the wild? That would be. I thought they did for when I was a kid for a long time. Yeah, but that's not catch the case.
2: buddies. <laughs> but then
1: there would be the 80, issue,
0: Lily Pups. Yeah, and the, the issue with that is Ivy breeding ruins it by dumping three hundred Charmanders into the wild because you <laughs> haven't gotten your yeah. Black Charizard yet. <laughs> All right, we will take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do our Pokemon of
4: the week. Wait, this show's not over yet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so late.
0: <laughs> and we are back from our break to bring you some Pokemon of the Week. Um, And this week's Pokemon of the Week is Porygon Z. Which is a normal type Pokemon that evolves from Porygon 2 when it's traded, holding a Dubious Disc. Did I say that right? Yep. Yep. Dubious Disc. Uh, Where should we begin with this genderless Pokemon with a catch rate of 3.9%.
1: <laughs> well, the the dubious disc, Porygon Z is kind of based on like corrupted software, almost right. is what I want to say is based on because so dubious means back to Netrunner, yeah. full circle, <laughs> full circle. If you remember <laughs> that from like three hours ago into this podcast, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, tra- you'll have to look like, Travis, what? what? Yeah, Travis, we we talked about Netrunner for about eighty minutes. Travis, you know, it was super funny another another that you brought up.
4: Can you give me another take of that? Just just say it again and I'll just laugh like I was there. And then we, we can put it together in post.
0: <laughs> what was super funny is when you brought up Hearthstone, because it was like, oh god, another trading yeah. card game we're talking
2: about. <laughs> and all okay. the reasons we don't like the regular Pokemon TCG. hmm <laughs> like,
4: But yeah, it's Pokemon. No,
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: All right, back to uh, to Porygon's dubious. (laughs) dubious. (laughs) Well, dubious means of... I think it means like of uncertain origin. Is that about an approximate definition of it? Like, so it didn't come from Southco or Silphco, which I assume is who made the upgrade, right? Is that what it says? I believe so. Yeah, the upgrade is made by Silphco. The dubious disc, however, is not. And apparently it was made to allow Porygon to enter different dimensions, which is something that I didn't know was a thing in Pokemon But it's the dimension just where the,
2: the... dubious is not to be relied upon suspect There you go And it's The Porygon dimension Porygon's
0: where IVs, is... IVs don't exist Yeah
1: <laughs> It says that uh, <laughs> its programming was modified to enable it to travel through alien dimensions Seems like there might have er, Seems there might have been an error That's a weird, almost incomplete sentence mm-hmm. in a Pokedex entry but yeah, Porygon Z is pretty much just glitchy, is what it looks like. And I love that about him. I think that's a really cool idea for a Porygon. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. He's like um what's the uh what's the the ghost dark Rotom? <laughs> uh, Sableye. Sableye. Oh. Sableye does the same sort of motions in his Yeah, Sableye
1: animation. he Sableye is depicted differently. He is actually he's based on like uh, alien sighting, Sableye is, yeah. where and oh. I think it says that his feet are always shuffling, which it doesn't do in all the games. I don't know if it does in X and Y, but in one of the original games, like he holds his top half. I'm mimicking it so you guys can see me here. <laughs> he, like, this is a video podcast straight. after all. But, yeah, Everyone yeah.
0: look closely at David's feet. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he holds his arms out straight in front of him like he does, and then his like, feet are like shuffling on the ground. That's how it's supposed to be. I don't know.
2: he he's sort That's of like, different. I don't know, he phases in and out and it's like he's sliding around. He he looks really cool. Mm-hmm. But I wish I do wish Porygon
1: Z was more glitchy seeming. I feel like in Battle Evolution, he like was more sporadic with his movements. Like I almost wish that he was like like teleporting around and like like <laughs> moving his head at impossible would, speeds. You know that would what be I mean? Sort of like
4: in in keeping with his his niche um, competitively with sort of being like a nuisance.
1: Yeah, he's kind of. <laughs> His his niche competitively is kinda like a, a bad special sweeper, I would say Porygon Z is, right? Is that Oh you mean
4: Porygon Z? I thought you t- I thought we were still talking about stable line.
1: Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you and your pokey rage quits. <laughs>
0: how much how much like weight does a trivia fact a trivia fact have to have to be in Bulbapedia's trivia section?
1: I don't know. I because this one all the time.
0: This one is Porygon Z weighs exactly as much as Dawn. It shares the similarity with Weavile. Yeah, well, that's let's that's do a,
4: Let's do a raise of hands to count the, the the number of people who care at all about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, sh- sh- I think I hear something. I think
1: that's good. Actually, that's pretty good. That was, yeah, that was, a cricket shot impression there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's it says that I'm assuming because in that gen they had the where you looked at their weight in the Pokedex the weight comparison and it's it has like a little a scale. Yeah, the scale. And like if you put Groudon on there, they fly up into the air and, yep. and like oh, come okay, down. Okay, I see. So like when you put Weavile or Porygon Z on there, if you're playing as Dawn, it's balanced out in the middle. So that's probably why it's in there. Fair
0: enough. Yep. Porygon Z has the highest special attack uh, base stat of all normal Pokemon.
1: Alright, that's, that's about... That's saying something, I guess. That's pretty what cool. other normal type special attackers are there? <laughs> Porygon Not Z
0: me. is the only Pokemon whose Japanese name is spelled with a character from a
1: foreign alphabet. And that would be Z? Yeah. <laughs> and it also has There's punctuation that. in its American name. The dash. It's spelled Porygon Dash yeah. Z. Where I think just, Farfetch'd just might be Z, yeah. the only... Or Ho-Oh and Farfetch'd might be the only one. Oh cuz Farfetch has the apostrophe. apostrophe. Yeah, and Ho-Oh has the dash.
2: dash. Mm-hmm. Does does the um the special attack thing does that include um Pyroar? He's fire normal, right? Is that
1: Yeah, that does. Yeah, that does include that. So he's even higher
2: than I'm that. I'm pretty
4: okay. sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, Z's special attack is 135 and I, I don't think there's any way that Pyroar is higher than yeah, that. Yeah. All right. i don't I think pie is that good. yeah come on logan you think you can jump on the show and- this is my show <laughs> wait i'm just getting my new thing is that i'm gonna be defensive every episode last time it was yelling about the the other person named travis this time it's i feel like i'm threatened by logan next time it'll i don't know we'll see <laughs> orgy <Morgan> z <laughs> weighs
1: 75 pounds that's how much dawn weighs yeah, she's she's a little bit younger, I guess. I don't know what is a healthy age or a healthy <laughs> age to have. Let's talk about Don's eating out. problem here for a second. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> ten-year-olds. Eh, they're not all ten years old. Definitely not all ten years old. That's a construct of the anime. And the anime is not canon, as we've as we say time and again. As I say time and again, I guess.
0: Unless it's <laughs> the Darkrai
1: movie, then
0: it is. It's <laughs> Then it's completely accurate.
4: Ah, Dark Cry movie video game canon.
1: But speaking of things that are <laughs> no longer <good> en- <laughs> speaking of things that are no longer good enough to be in poor gunsy's trivia segment. A long time ago, I read there that he can be seen as something maybe not inspired by this, but at least it's a weird coincidence. But the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the novel uh, Mostly Harmless, which is the fourth or fifth, some Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy book, the fifth book in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy trilogy. Which is a weird, weird sentence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the guide, they encounter a guide from a different dimension. or They encounter a guide. The guide in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is not just a book. And in this one, it has been edited to work in multiple different dimensions because in Mostly Harmless, I guess that's what's happening is interdimensional stuff. But it is shaped like a bird, or somehow looks like a bird, and also acts strangely and is like the antagonist of the book. So that's kind of a little bit similar to Porygon Z. That was interesting to me. I don't know if it'll be interesting to anybody else.
2: I know that from now on, whenever I think about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I will picture Porygon Z. Absolutely,
1: there you go. <laughs> you can name him Marvin, because that's the only thing I know about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is the sad robot. <laughs> uh, uh-huh.
0: I think the only thing interesting is left on Bul- Bulbapedia here is Porygon Z is a combination of combination of polygon and z it also reflects the stereotype that japanese people
1: pronounce their their l sounds as r sounds and i don't know if that's a stereotype so much as it is like fact like in katakana there are no l sounds there are r sounds so if you wanted to
2: yeah
0: yeah (laughs) so porygon being a mispronunciation of polygon z may refer to the z-axis in 3d coordinate systems or that porygon z is the last evolutionary line since the letter Z is the last in the Latin alphabet. Al- alternatively, Z may be a corruption of 2,
1: as in Porygon 2. I really <laughs> like that. I've never thought about that, actually. That's really cool. Yeah, I
2: like that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So, yeah,
1: what do you guys think of maybe the Porygon line, what if it was actually supposed to be pronounced parigon? Does that make any sense? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, wait, I it, it kind of uh, yeah. makes sense. Par-y-gon. But I don't think that's how it actually, I think that's been disproven this far, but I think that's just an interesting thing to think about. Let's watch that anime episode that gave people seizures, seizures. <laughs> yeah, that hurt well,
0: people. He, yeah. I know anime is not kosher, but the pronunciations in the anime are correct.
1: Yeah, usually. I, I can't, I'm, I'm sure there's been one that's incorrect. The sizes are not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
4: Sometimes King will be small, and sometimes King will be big, and I kind of love it.
0: Remember it's the Dragonite fun. was that it was as big as the lighthouse. Yep.
1: Yeah, I think that might be. Was that I've never seen that episode, but was that like a special Dragonite or something? I think it was like a ghost or an illusion. Okay.
4: Regardless, uh, there's especially uh, there's a whole I think there's a whole Bulbapedia article about the size discrepancy of Nidoking specifically because Gary's Nidoking is like huge, and then later you see a Nidoking that's just like the height of a person.
0: Okay to you just got me thinking um so either there either this has been a strange coincidence or that a lot of editors from Bulbapedia listen to the show because last week we talked about the sentry with I saw no that. face and then they tweeted about it yeah that like that that cannot be a coincidence we're on to you we're on to you both <laughs> you we know you,
1: you.
4: <laughs> so
0: this Wait what did you
1: say in it and they
4: uh Travis you can say
2: there's
1: a
4: faceless Sentret. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Because the there's an episode. There's an. Uh, we were just stumbling around bulbopedia for something else. We were talking about the who's that Pokemon thing, and apparently there's an episode of Who's That Pokemon where it's like it's Sentret and then the Sentret has no face. <laughs> it's <laughs> just a Sentret. Like it's a centret body, and I guess you. It doesn't really have a head. It's just like, like they just forgot to put
1: the eyes, mouth, nose. Ah, uh, yeah, I see it. And advanced. that is weird.
4: And then
0: like four days later, Bulbapedia tweets about it. Like, look at what we found. <laughs> yeah. We're on hey, you, Bulbapedia. <laughs> We know where you're getting all the latest news from. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we got today yeah. for you guys. Unless there's a moveset you guys want to do for Porygon Z. to oh. Attack,
4: Ice yeah. Beam.
1: Try attack and then coverage, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Try attack. Maybe like nasty plot. I run
4: nasty. Plot. Yeah, nasty plot would be good. Or a choice spec or a choice scarf or a choice spec set, mm-hmm. just with try attack. And I would approach. run uh,
0: if it was my Porygon. I would run sharpen, defense curl, okay. uh, mm-hmm. recycle, and yeah. um, conversion two. With a uh, lagging tail, right? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I don't know what... Uh, have we talked about Sharpen on the show? How it says in the uh, description for Sharpen that it lowers their polygon count, even though... Because it's supposed to be for Porygon, but, like, Dianci yeah. can learn... Or, not Diancy, the Carbink can learn Sharpen, and it says, yeah. lowers its polygon count. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Spoiler. Carbink's
0: account. actually
4: virtual. Steve, let you, do you know what spoiler means? Because this is the second episode in a row where very strange things have been given spoiler alerts.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> in the form of talking, it would just be a transitional word like let's go
1: or vamonos. <laughs> I think he means this. When Diancie is when more information on Diancie is going to be released, it's going to be revealed that Carbink was all along just uh, artificial Pokemon. That is a so it's a spoiler. Reason. It's a spoiler to that. Yeah, we know it okay. first, and it's a spoiler. Also, now Bubblepew will it's a citation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one more thing, guys. I I was just thinking about this. I was going to bring it up, but I haven't yet. Do you think that like I tweeted about this, uh, like Sabrina? And Berg and gym leaders in higher population cities—they would probably be more used to being people's first gym leader, right? Because sure. just more trainers start their journey there. Yeah. Yes. That's just interesting to think about. I don't know that it's—and <laughs> we the, know from Pokemon organs that, that they, they can. Yeah,
0: exactly. That they have different Pokemon to use. Mm-hmm. Yep. What if so they we can't kind of think was of it as, like that?
1: I wish. If it, what if you could like pick like a hometown? That'd be the best. <gasps>
0: That'd be so Ruby and Sapphire remakes, you pick your own town.
4: That would make right. <laughs> that would like honestly make me want to get a Gen 3 remake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing that sells you on it.
4: Honestly, like that would be awesome. That would because be it's awesome. more of like making your own story, which is one of the things that like Pokemon claims to be good at, but like isn't that great
2: at. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Gen 3 have um secret bases? Yeah. That was pretty rad. That was really okay. really cool.
4: It also had a lot of water. So it was really annoying that you had to have a Pokemon with hidden power to get to your secret base, though.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, That's I, don't, what it, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Or was it secret well, yeah. power or nature I power? It,
1: ooh, I think it was C- it on secret
2: It depended on power. where you built it, right?
1: No, right. it's all one. I think it's secret power. Uh, Damn dealing, normal type move, introduced in generation 3. Yeah, I think it is secret power. Regardless, it was really strange that you had to do that. Like,
4: why not yeah. just like be able to go into your secret hideout? And you built the place.
0: Strange to have <laughs> to have a Pokemon that knows cut to get past a shrub.
4: It's also strange. It's
0: intimidating. man. It's intimidating.
2: Um, <laughs> could be right next to your flying guy.
0: It wouldn't work, Travis. Mm-hmm. Where can they find you?
4: Twitter.com. dot com. Slash. What if I just said twitter.com?
0: Like,
2: yeah, you can find it. Look it up, man.
4: It's like, it's like the white pages. Twitter.com <laughs> slash the Travis W.
1: There you go. David, where can they find you? You can find me on twitter.com slash D A V E D W T H O. Pronounce it however you like, but go follow me there.
0: There we go. Logan, thank you for being on.
1: Yeah, no problem. It was awesome.
2: Good. Glad um, I'm on Twitter. definitely wasted your night. Oh, no. It's not a waste at all. It was wonderful. <laughs> Where can they find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at loganjenkins.com, also, is a thing I do. Huh? <laughs> I just made it I just made it all one thing. It's mushed together. So, Logan Jenkins on Twitter. LoganJenkins.com is my design site. And then downplusa.com is my comic at, with two friends today. We've Is that together. plus
1: uh, spelled out or? Yeah, P-L-U-S-A. Okay. Just making sure that it's not like,
2: all right, found it. Go check it out. <laughs> we got a bunch of pretty funny Pokemon comics on there. And board game comics. Yeah, they're, they're all really funny. They are funny. I think, but I'm very but, biased.
4: Betrayal at the house on the hill the other day. Yeah, that game's good. It's a fun one. Yeah. It's bo- We've, it's my broken. group has played it like
2: a hundred times. It's so good. So, it so it broken, is very broken. So like, good, yeah. And also, you have to skip the Stuart Little encounter anytime you have it. If it says stuff about cats and planes, junk that man. Do a different one. Not good. <laughs> it's it's Stuart Little. You play the game Stuart Little. <laughs> 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 You're all mice, and you have to get away from the cats in a toy airplane Stuart Does Little. that sound like wow, a fun I game? I haven't thought about
1: that in a long time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> with the boat race, with the <laughs> oh gosh
0: Alright. You guys can find the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pkmncast. We are also on Google Plus and YouTube and Omni Radio and Stitcher Radio and Scatter Radio and iTunes. Uh, We still have some iTunes reviews to read on air. We will do that. Obviously, the show was really long and I think you guys probably preferred a longer topic-based show instead of a longer review based show. So, we'll get to those reviews no worries. Uh we are at 385 reviews. From my understanding, what I hear, what I hear through the Grape Grapevine is that <laughs> what I hear is iTunes <laughs> will consider your podcast on their one of their top banners that they run uh once you hit 400 reviews. So, we're just 15 reviews away from that. So, if you haven't wow. reviewed us, please do so in iTunes cuz once we get to 400, that puts us into their their eyes, their consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just what I hear through the grapevine, not like I have any connections or anything. <laughs> hey, Steve. Yes,
1: David. Where would we find you on Twitter?
0: Uh, you guys could find me on Twitter, uh, at DraggingALake, D-R-A-G-G-I-N-G-A-L-A-K-E. And that's it. I think that's our show for you guys. Um, there go. Thank you, David. Thank You're you. You're very welcome. Travis.
4: I was only here for half of the show and I still feel like I've been here for an eternity. Yeah,
0: it's been long. Thank you, (laughs) Logan.
2: It was my pleasure.
0: This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast and we are Super Effective. effective. Spoiler, (laughs) Vominox.